Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money! money! Oh, shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Value Pack. Uh, Listen, listen, listen. I know, I see the writing on the wall. There's a pattern here. Every single time I say it's going to be a short show, mm -hmm. it is not a short show. But trust me when I say that this time... It's going to be a short show. We have a couple things to talk about. We got to talk about uh, Calpheon Elvia that released in NA. Some uh, Arena Solaire stuff. A little bit of Global Labs. And then we have two comment sections to go through because we skipped last week. Um, but first, got to thank our lovely, lovely patrons. Garmoth.com, Hawaiian, Laggy Skills, Melt on Your Mouth, Minaria, No Name, and WaveZ. Thank you guys so much and everybody else who supports us via Patreon or via our Twitch channels, which you can find down below. Frosty, Nayashi, hello, my friends. What's up, dude? Hey, hey, hey. So before we get into the weed of things, I got to say, this is going to be the most challenging podcast of my career. <laughs> focusing on a fucking pvp match while doing this shit I, you guys I, asking me questions listen i still just think we should just open comms just call outs in the middle of the i think that would be hilarious <laughs> i can i can autopilot this that's what my teammates have been doing that's what i'm gonna do and i'm, oh, not, no. I'm not gonna feel guilty <laughs> even a little bit Let's see. Let me think. What's the most autopilot class that I've been playing? Probably Guardian. I should probably swap to Guardian, actually. Yeah, maybe I should go on Suck Nova for a while. Yeah, the, I'm like, Suck Sage might be a, a bit too much for my brain while doing a podcast. I'm hyped. I got down to the ELO where I can finally see all the Kunos. Found, oh, boy. I found them. <laughs> I just fought one not long ago. Or wait, no, I had one on my team. I had one on my team, and he carried, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did. He was MVP. Yeah, I don't think it's it's not it's not terrible. It's just it has some weaknesses. Now the hash on my team, on the other hand, <laughs> yeah, my poor my man did away, like huh? a fourth of the damage. That's kind of feels bad. Um. All right. So, Calfion Elvia. I haven't grinded it. You guys have. I will let you take the wheel. Well, it's not. There's nothing too crazy. It's just. Yeah, I mean, there's just some. There's some cool little tidbits, but overall, there's nothing too crazy to talk about. I suppose. You want me to go first, Frosty? Yeah, I mean, which one did you? You only did hex, right? Yeah. So the main thing I was going to talk about hex is, um, I think it's really cool what they did with the zone, um. I like all the different mechanics involved, the bosses randomly spawning. I think that's pretty awesome. It just keeps things interesting. You're not really bored there. Yeah. That's my, been my experience. There's a lot going on. I Kind of too much going on that it's a little bit annoying to try to tell what the hell, which ones are exploding and which ones are not. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's the lowest requirement spot? And I'll try and go grind Sawnil. that. 
Sonal. I, I actually like Sonal, but people are mad because it's only 500 mil. There's people saying it's 200 mil. Unfortunately for those people, I know they hate to hear it, but if you're getting 200 mil, it, you just really, I, I don't know what you're doing. You're probably in some of my yeah. solar matches, but if you're, you're probably in some of my solar. But if you're, but it's about 500 mil. But if you get RNG carried, obviously it could be more. Cause I had a, uh, I actually had two hours over 800 mil there. Um, so it just depends on your RNG with the so boss. What's the, and, what's the like minimum APDP you need to go there? That Do one I is need it? that one's 270, like 350 or 340 or something. Okay. So, okay, I can make that. Yeah, that one's pretty that. low, and then it just keeps going up from there. But really, the only ones I don't think you can do, I honest, oh, Giants is probably gonna feel tanky as hell for you. I think the only one you really can't do is Trolls and Hex Marine. The other ones are probably fine, but I don't know. What's What's the hardest ones though? What's Tr like the trolls. highest direct ones? Oh, trolls. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Hex Marine is three hundred three ninety. And then trolls is like three ten four hundred or something. It's crazy. Jesus Christ! And they do hit really those? hard. I have. I've died at trolls actually twice. Once <laughs> I lost a Jin special attack evasion crystal, and that that did make me kind of sad. God. So yeah. is it is it worth it to grind trolls, or is it like too much? Ye mm, I don't know because it seems like hex is better money. But I don't know if that's because I'm just constantly in panic mode and fear mode or if there's like a really efficient way. Trolls is very unique, so it's certainly possible there's a better way to grind it than I know, but I don't know for sure. Um, I don't know. So it's, here's the way Trolls works to me and maybe, well, I don't know. Let's start at the lower end one. All right, the Sawnil is kind of like any any old grind spot where you go spot to spot, but there's a lot of really cool little events going on during them. So, let's say well, uh, all of the LV spots have that red orb thing, right, in the middle, like or at various spots where an, an actual elite boss can spawn, which is really cool, and that'll give you a buff and spawn a boss and give you cool drops and whatever, but... Um, what's is that unique? just a random event that happens? Yeah, it's just kind of a random event. The red orb's always there, and sometimes a... I think they call it like a Hadoom-ized or a LV-ized mob comes out of there. It's like possessed. It's either a, an ogre, uh, a cyclops, or... Um, what's that other thing called? Gorgak? Gor? Uh, yeah. Something like Whatever that. Whatever it is. He looks like... You remember in the like one of the second-to-last... It's like that Aukman looking mob. The second to last boss that spawned in Ultra Blood back in the day. The big guy. His name is Giga Gord. Yeah. But he's got two horns it's and he a wears a... It's been a long time since I've done Ultra Blood. Yeah, sure. he's got two horns and he wears a kilt. <laughs> he's, he's pretty... A, he's kind of a badass, but... Make it a fashion statement. My, my cats are like going nuts right now. I don't know why. I kind of want to find out why. They're like screaming like they on... never do. Won my first match on the podcast. See how long we can keep this going. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna find out what's up. I'll be right back. One sec. Sorry. Uh, you want to talk about hex? Might as well talk about hex. Can yeah, you talk about the mechanics? I'll, I'll I'll be right back. One sec. Yeah. yeah take, take the reins, Nash. I believe in you. You can definitely multitask this. <laughs> no, this is not good. Um. Yeah. So with hex, I mean, hex was uh. My experiences with it. I put like maybe five, six hours in so far. 
I'm still kind of figuring out how to maximize my grind, you know, potential there. But overall, like aesthetically, very pleasing in my opinion. Like when you have the uh, giant rift there, um, and uh, you end up with the uh, the I forget what the name of the buff is, but you get the the light buff, and it you turn the rift into a giant light orb and encases the entire area with uh, basically the their version of the spirit weapon buff. It's not as strong mm-hmm. and potent as spirit weapons and like orcs or bloody monastery, what have you, but uh, but, it's, but it's when you say it covers an area, so it's, it's like orcs or what? No, so like orcs and orcs are you talking example, about the yellow buff? Yeah the, yeah, the light buff, yeah, whatever it's called. But um, orcs, you get a buff on yourself, whereas when you get the the active buff, like the, the actual item which you can use on a rift. I think uh, Reslar's thinking of the lights. I think he's comparing yeah, it to the, the orc prison lights. Orcs. But no, it's different oh. than that because it, it's a gigantic yeah, it's circle and the circle itself doesn't affect the mobs. It's just that when you're in the circle, you yourself are receiving a buff over and over again. Correct, yeah. So I guess it's a, kind of a combination of the of the uh, the spirits and the weapon buff, but it's just for you and the area that you're in. Um, so as long as you don't go outside of that area... You will maintain the buff. Um, I believe it lasts like five, ten minutes. Correct me if I'm wrong, Frosty. Uh, uh, the long, buff though. lasts five minutes, and it keeps refreshing a thirty-second buff on you. Also, this suck ninja yeah. on my team just one v three while I was checking on my cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's that's impressive. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm pretty sure that that buff can drop anywhere, though. I don't think that that's unique to Hex. I, is it? I thought that that I buff could drop know. at any of the LVO spots. Can't... I think it, I think it's. I was just mostly saying aesthetically, like it makes it look really nice. There. Yeah, That's it's really, really cool. And you could go in if someone's grinding near you, just walk in their buff and grab it for a second if it's close by, too. Yeah, for which is cool. Seconds, yeah. You can um, dip in and out of it, kind of thing. It is kind I mean, of like a than... weapon buff. I don't know if it's not as good as the weapon buff or just hex marine mobs are way more tanky. Yeah, it's hard to tell because it doesn't explicitly state how much it gives you. So yeah. But it but, feels nice to get it for sure. That, I think the other aspects of the mobs, the mechanics behind the mobs, are fairly basic, but overall, like really interesting. Like you have a little bit of uh, the uh, the big howler. He blows up when you kill him, killing all the smaller guys around him, or at least damaging them. You have the giant tall skeleton dude when they're all enraged coming through, and he blows up, suiciding, potentially killing you if you're low gear. And killing all the mobs Dude, in the area or knocking you Even down. if you're high gear, puts you in a real sticky situation. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty rough. But um, most of the mechanics are blockable, so it's yeah. not too crazy. And um, it, it's it's nice. It's not bad. I, I like it. It's it's it keeps you on your toes for did, sure. Did you talk about the the Grim Reaper thing? No, I didn't okay. get to all the different mechanics. So but, he's like the coolest yeah. part of Hex. Like, so there's yeah. this reaper that's like gathering souls as you kill bodies, and after I don't know if it's after a certain time or after he's gathered a certain number of souls, then you can fight him. And when he dies, after he dies, he just starts spawning a bunch of mobs where he dies, and yeah. that's what makes the spot feel so fun because it feels like there are so many mobs that you're fighting. There's times where just the pack of mo- like it feels kind of like at a bloody monastery when you're uh, monastery when you're grinding and you have multiple bells popped. It's just like yeah. crazy amount of mobs. Feels really nice. Yeah, it gets it gets nuts. Them being all enraged and everything just makes things scary. <laughs> yeah. Really scary. 
Especially um, for someone with my DP. So Sano, sorry, back to Sano. Sano is just pack to pack uh, mobs, but there's occasional catapults there, which when you kill the catapult, that kind of does the same thing that this Grim Reaper thing does at Hex. It just starts spawning a bunch of mobs that attack a flag. So you have to kill the catapult and then kill all the spawn mobs, and it spawns a lot, so it's really cool. And then I kind of like s spread out from it and pull extra packs too, just into it, but um, that's kind of how that works. And then I don't know if there's much more mechanics outside of that, and then just the red orb also can spawn the boss. Uh, when the giant boss spawns out of that red orb, and this is true in all of the grind spots, you can get a uh, you can get a buff that's similar to that yellow buff that Nashi was just describing. Um, and then Rudum Outpost is <clears throat> you're killing mobs until this box thing spawns, and then you have to destroy the box. It's like I don't know the the Rudum supplies. And then when, when that happens, a bunch of mobs spawn on top of you. This one's more of like a star's end tower. I'm not a fan, but it's a it's a super chill spot, at least, if nothing else. Um, what is some of the... I don't know. Is there another mechanic at Rudum? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't think there is. Um, not as familiar with it because I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's difficult to fucking do this while you're fighting in a match. Is it? I, I'm I'm like trying to think. I'm waiting to see if someone mentions it in chat or anything. But I yeah, I don't think there there is anything else. But who knows? Um. Also, I'm trying to change the title to the podcast real quick. Uh yeah, I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure that's the only real thing at Rudum. Um, on top of that. Uh, Giants is also just a bunch of packs of mobs, and when all the packs of mobs are up, uh, I mean, you, you start killing them, and then they spawn, like, a, this little purple orb that, after a while, a message pops up, and it starts spawning mobs out of that. Also, that one doesn't really spawn as many as, like, the Hex Marie one, so that one also feels like you have to go pull additional mobs from packs nearby into where it's spawning mobs, otherwise it doesn't feel that good. Um, yeah. There was a, there was some, <laughs> there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's uh, mm. some videos out there that suggest like Sunel can pull like 1.3 bill or some shit like that. And well, like I said, I, I pulled, I, yeah, I pulled 850 mil and then like 860 and it, it was, uh, it felt pretty good. But I, again, like I also could improve, you know what I mean? It's not like. It's not like I'm super, like, good at yeah, grinding. You're not I don't tapped know. out there. Yeah. I so. mean, you've been playing on Kuno for so long. You have to be an expert at this point. That's true, actually. That part is true. Um. Yeah, and then the last one that we haven't described yet is Trolls. It's my personal favorite, but it, it's all also the most awful at the same time because it's so incredibly <laughs> hard, but essentially you go up to a petrified troll. Is it like BAMS? It is kind of like BAMS. Dude, I no one described it properly. Like, when I first went there, I was like, wait, this is way more simple than people made it seem. Um, But essentially, 
when the trolls uh, all right so there's a, a big trolls that are petrified all over the area and a couple of them have a pack of mobs next to them um or three mobs next to them when you kill the three mobs then it unpetrifies the troll and then it's then you're just fighting like a bam from terra basically you're basically 1v1ing a uh, a troll and um after you get him to half health, he falls to the ground and then it wakes up a whole bunch of small mobs in the area and they all run towards you. And what you do is right when that happens, you go over to one of the caster trolls that are petrified, like one of the ones that has a staff and a beard. You go up to one of those and it's hittable. So when the mobs come nearby, after you hit it a few times, you, you kill the caster troll that's petrified and then that causes all of the ads to also be petrified. And then the big guy wakes back up from falling on the ground and you're essentially fighting the big guy uh, while all these petrified mobs are around. And then the petrified mobs die, the big guy dies, you get your loot, move on. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it, it's pretty, it's not anything crazy, but it, I, I like the spot, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not anything like too crazy. I don't know. It's it just the problem is is with both the um the mobs and like the little mobs and the big guy. If you're not careful, they hit you. Like they hit you hard, like really hard when they hit you. I mean, I I was even grinding with my uh, my sisal neck on and everything, and I was like, dude, this is this is some wild. I'm just getting like half health instantly. And on Kuno, it felt fine on Suck Kuno because Suck Kuno has a decent amount of HP recovery in PvE. But on my hash, like, once you get hit once, you're kind of in danger forever because you kind of never get your health back. So, I don't know. Yeah, it felt a little rough on hash to me. Um... Yeah, so the, those are the those are the places. I don't know how much money any of these spots are. Hexmarie seems to be the clear best, but I haven't I haven't had a chance to really really get into the numbers on any of it. So yeah, I haven't really had a chance. I mean, with Arena Solaire, it kind of like takes up a lot of the evening grind time that I would normally have. Yeah, and Bams for the record, I see people in chat talking about it but bams and terra was short was an abbreviation for big ass monster where you're like fighting just one big monster with mechanics by yourself typically speaking you're fighting by yourself um that's kind of how trolls is that's why i like trolls but i don't know if it's as good as hex marie it feels a lot easier to get good money at hex marie than it does at trolls so that's why i need to see someone who's really good at grinding at it um to to know for sure if it's actually good because i don't think what I, i'm i'm doing like the bare minimum to make it work if that makes sense so uh res how are your matches going are you getting grabbed uh are you talking generally or since the podcast started since the podcast started no not particularly i just don't have much to add because i haven't grinded any of it <laughs> no no i was just asking uh, i know Nashi's getting grabbed I can hear, oh, it. Yeah, I can yeah, hear yeah. it. I can hear bad. it in his voice. I'm a bit upset because I just got CC'd out of iframe oh. off my V spawn, and so that's oh, yeah. kind of upsetting. But whatever. Yeah. It's BDO. What do you expect? It's just desync every single round. I, I got uh, I got grabbed on my e buff and didn't get to actually cast it. That was unfortunate. 
Oh yeah, but it still goes on cooldown. That's yeah. the worst. He pulled me right before it actually uh, goes off. You know. So overall, how does new Calpheon Elvia compare to Serendia Elvia? Um, money-wise, right now it's really good. I don't know if it's sustainable though, as you can see, like the prices of stuff is already dropping. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see it lasting a long time, to be honest. I, I don't know what they would possibly do to make the uh, the yellow crystallized things worth anything, like, down the road. I, I actually, I honestly don't. Um, The yellow crystallized things, that's the stuff that gives you the... The, that you need two hundred of them to make a uh, to make a Vel's heart, like the Vel's heart upgrade rather the cup. Yeah, the yellow things are fifty mil in Korea. They have about a thousand sitting on buy at the high end, but they seem to still be selling for around fifty mil. I'm just thinking once everyone has them, I don't know. There's no other purpose for them that I know of. So I actually don't know if if it's ever gonna be worth anything down the road and then the purple ones in Korea are already down to like 12 mil I don't know what ours are down to I forget the name of them what is the purple one called the purple one you use to enhance the god eye so and or to swap from god eye to pen black star um I think one of our teammates quit he's he's very mad in this match Rip. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting that the sort of dropped that far, but it makes sense. Everyone's making a lot of money there, so they're just what selling about, all those items. What about the? Uh, I know this is such a bizarre question coming from me, but surely you can answer this question, Frosty. Mm -hmm. What about the fun factor? Um, what are you how about? are these spots in general compared to like all the spots? Do you like the the mechanics? Do you feel like they're boring? Okay, first of all, they're not fun. Otherwise, we wouldn't be allowed to make money at them. Okay, <laughs> okay fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. They I like them. They're different. They look different. The atmosphere is different. They feel different. I think they're pretty cool overall, but. It's not anything crazy. I don't know. It's not It's not like so much different. The Trolls one is pretty different, but the other ones, they're still running around killing mobs. I don't know. The mechanics aren't that that involved. So it doesn't like bombard you with mechanics that makes you not like it, basically? Mm-mm. Not, not so far, anyway. Um, I don't know. That's really kind of it. I, I, I'm right now in sell mode because I don't trust that those yellow things are going to be worth a lot. So I'm just selling them while I'm getting them. And then it, once they drop in price, I'll, I'll, I'll buy more, I guess, or I'll buy them. I don't know. Or grind, grind them out. I just don't know if it's going to be worth money down the road. That's the thing. So it's like, are we going to be, are we going to be buying them down the road? I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. I don't trust that we are. If they're down to, let's say they, I think their min price is like 5 mil or something. Well, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, it goes all the way down to 5 mil, right? 
Why, how much money is that going to make those spots worth? I would argue probably nothing. Like the it's right now it's what 900 mil, maybe 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 a bill if you're super 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 good at grinding. But I'm pretty sure the spots drop all the way down to like, I don't know, 600 mil, six six fifty maybe. So you're probably still better off at orcs and oloons and gyphon etc. You know, hard to say though for sure. I don't have faith it's sustainable long term. All right, uh, moving on. That's Calpheon Elvia. Arena of Solaire. So we got some changes last week. Uh, and they're pretty interesting, but they were not enough. And we also got the new map last <laughs> week because the first week we got the old map. So day one... And we also lost a map. And we also lost <laughs> yeah, a map true. due to the crashing. There's, there's, Although, been some, there's been some interesting events going on here. We had... I don't know if you're... Def you think we shouldn't have, but we definitely needed to lose that map. The crashing was so bad. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I, I'm fine with them disabling it. Yeah, I'm that... just pointing out that it's funny that they added one and then we lost one. Yeah, they like cannot figure out the crashing issue on Arihaza, so they are just saying F it. This map's got to go for now until we figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> but the wind buff that's on that map, they changed it. So orig originally, this is... I'm going to try my best to explain this to where it makes sense, but just understand that everything that happens inside arena of solaire all of your stats are cut in half so what you see in your stat screen is not the actual stats you have just take that divide it by two and those are your stats so all of the buffs they're still saying their normal value so for example if a buff gives you 10 ap like one of your own self buffs gives you 10 ap you're effectively receiving 5 ap from it if a bracket gives you um, 14 AP, you're effectively receiving 7 AP from it because everything inside is is halved. So the wind buff prior to last Wednesday was giving 320 AP, which is effectively 160 AP inside the arena, which is insane considering everyone only has 205 after the the amount is cut in half. So it's almost doubling your AP. They changed it from giving 320 and 15% cast speed, cast attack speed, to one, uh, sorry, to um, 150. So it's a pretty significant drop off. So 150. So it still is giving you 75 AP uh, inside the arena, but um, now gives you 25% attack cast speed. Now we only had one day to actually play the map which was really, really annoying. Oh, I'm in one of these classic matches, by the way, where one team has two warriors, the other team has two suck novas. That couldn't be fixed. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, so the, the wind buff was still absolutely insane. It definitely was less impactful. So just right yeah, off the yeah, bat, it 100% sure. was, but it still is too much and it's annoying how much it revolves, the map revolves around it. I, I don't know. It really, really kind of bothers me. Yeah. That wind, that vacuum is just cancer. It is. It, it really, really is. We're not talking like, about I, that. I know. No, no, not, it, not the that. No, no. no, no, we're going to talk, talk about that map in a second. But the, yeah, we're going to talk about that map later. I, nice. I just we're talking about just, the, we're complaining just, about the first map, not the third <laughs> map. That's later. I just, I just dealt with it, so. I know, I also just dealt with it, but save it for later. 
Stay yeah. on topic. Yeah. The, <laughs> Can't help it. All of the, I don't know, the, the win buff is annoying uh, still and needs to be reduced even further in effectiveness. I, I hate how impactful it is. I think most people hate how impactful it is. The one thing people seem to be okay with in terms of gimmicks, uh, at least on the Arihaza map, is the healing. Doesn't seem to really bother people too much and they reduced it a little bit more last Wednesday so it doesn't fully heal you or give you 80% of your health or whatever it was. Now it's like, it's just like a, I don't know, maybe it gives you like half your HP back. The healing doesn't seem to bother people. It's kind of obvious when they go for it and it doesn't completely win you or lose you the game if someone gets it. Oh. Unless it's in like the last one second or something. It's it's very not obvious if you play <laughs> on low, very low. In fact, it's very hard to see on low, very low. Yeah, dude, I can't see a goddamn thing on my fucking quality settings. I can't. I can't see anything. I can't see wind. I can't see grass. I still don't know where the healing orbs are on Airhaza to this day. I have no idea where they okay. are. Well, they're on the sides. I that's weird. I haven't played on low, very low, but on lowest optimal, I'm able to see them. I, I would imagine on Optimal you could, because Optimal is RuneScape mode, and so everything is very just blah. Yeah. But yeah, on low, very low, I can't see a goddamn thing. I see, I see. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't yeah, I haven't gotten a try. But I have heard that a lot, that people can't, can't see it. Low, very low, it's uh, blocked off. So that needs to be changed. I wonder why that is. That's so random. That is actually super, super weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. That is very, very odd. So, yeah, I don't know. It, um, well, it might be, I don't know. Could it maybe be my, uh, could it maybe be my effects? Maybe no, I have effects, no, it's my all... effect capacity all the way down. Oh, to effects 30%. off. Yeah. It might be effects then. It might be effects. And no, effect no, no, no. I have effects on, but I have it all the way down at well, 30%. Yeah. All of that's going to reduce it for sure. Um, well, that yeah, should I think be effects. fixed. I don't want to. I don't want to be blinded by fucking wizard blizzards just to be able to see the goddamn orb. Yeah, no, no one's saying it shouldn't be fixed. Let's, let's just calm down here. Okay, that's uh. But yeah, that probably is why you don't see it. Is because effects are effect capacity is set to low, is my guess. But I don't. I haven't tested it on low. I assume you probably can't see any of the effects. Um. But anyway, Arihaza map has horrible, horrible crashes anyway, so no one can play on it, and it's pulled from the pool. Um, have you guys been crashing ever since they pulled it? And were you crashing I, before? I, I didn't even crash I, beforehand. I think I crashed maybe once, but I didn't realize it was because of the map. Hmm. Yeah, I, I have never crashed in Arena of Solaire. I've had plenty of teammates crash, but I, I never have personally. Yeah. Yeah, I've had plenty of teammates crash as well, and I also have not, um, not crashed myself. Um, yeah, I think I actually don't think I've ever crashed, but I do know a lot of people. Like Etsu, for example, was was complaining about crashing all the time, and he was saying that he was not crashing as much uh, with it gone. So that's you know, yay for that. But that. There's definitely people still crashing a lot. Uh, not as much as what was going on the day before, but people are definitely still crashing, and I see complaints about it pretty pretty often. So, yeah. Um, 
Alright, on top of that... Alright, let's talk about the new map. Yeah, let's talk about it, uh, because yeah, I'm on it go. right now. Yeah, the new map is... I'm actually is... on the only map right now, so this is not too bad. The new map is weird, because... Obviously, people weren't really happy with the other map, and, and KR got the, the third map automatically on the first week. We didn't. But... I don't know, man. Like, okay, so remember I told you, Rez, that the gimmicks were still pretty fun? Like, uh -huh. I was surprised at how fun the gimmicks actually ended up being, even though I, I hated the idea of them. Yeah. Uh, so my And my contention with it was that all of the buffs were just a little bit too impactful. So I still feel like the buffs are too impactful. But also, they were like, oh, okay. You kind of like them? You're, you're a little surprised? Then let's take them up 50,000 notches. Yeah, and right. Because if I remember correctly, I don't remember seeing more than one orb floating around at a time during Global Labs test. Maybe I'm crazy, but I could have swore there was one orb flying around Global Labs and you could avoid it by just moving sides or going to the other side or fighting on the edges. But now there's like four orbs floating around, constantly shooting shit. The effects have become so intense, I can't see at all what's going on. It my frames just drop to crap the and they're just annoyingly too impactful the damage is annoying the well i thought I, I don't know man the damage is just all all of it is just annoying the block break is essentially on me a hundred percent of the time like i just always have the block break on me I, I don't even i'm not even trying to avoid it anymore i'm just gonna assume when i'm in that map i can't block it's just the way it is i just have accepted it um the healing, I would love to be like, well, at least there's the beneficial healing one, except I'm getting hit by the damage one at the same time, so the healing one doesn't fucking matter. And then, in the middle, you have the wind buff that spawns in the middle, which I do love that there's at least risk and, a, and a, you know, there's like a negative side to going for the wind buff. I like the idea of that. But dude, just remove the wind buff and the vacuum both entirely. And, and, uh, they just have <laughs> the no place, man. It is just like, why? It just takes the skill out of it. Like, let's be real. All the fucking little bonuses and um, whatnot do take the skill out of it, but they're not as egregious as that. It's awful. Yeah, no. Like, it's... it favors. Like, if if everyone gets dogpile uh, like vacuumed in there, it favors the comp that has more SA trade damage every time. Yeah, I. You know what I what I don't mind the DP buff really doesn't bother me because I, I can kind of hardly tell when someone has it, but when you're the one that has it, you do kind of notice it in trades, but it's not it's not as crazy as it was, and it only lasts 30 seconds. Like So here's the thing with the DP buff that I don't mind. When you have the DP buff, you're, or sorry, when your opponent has the DP buff, you're not like, oh, fuck, like we lost. I still will go in if they have it. If I think that I can outplay them, I'm still going to go in on someone that has the DP yeah, buff. And a, a lot of times, they still die if my team coordinates uh, attacking. However, the AP buff is still way too high. The fire AP buff is just so much extra AP. It's insane, especially if the whole team gets it. It's completely wild. So for me personally, the DP buff, I don't mind it that much. But the fire buff's got to go, the wind buff's got to go, the vacuum's got to go. And if they have to keep the orbs, which I would love if they just got rid of all of the orbs. If they have to keep the orbs, there should be one orb at a time and it should not spawn until like a couple minutes into the map. Or a minute and a half or something like that in. 
the way it is now is just so egregious. I, I can't stand it. Yeah, it's it's just it just takes all the fun out of it when you, you have that shit happening. Like, I mean, like the the AOE damage thing is really potent. Mm. I think that's just way too strong. But at the same time, you could theoretically play around it. it just depends. You got to be very mindful of your positioning. But um, yeah, that and the middle one is easier to avoid technically. But there's always someone that goes for it that can actually take it, like a Drake or something. And then you have to respond in some fashion. And mm. usually it ends up like your team just like inting in there and just getting killed by the Drake. <laughs> yeah, that's been my experiences. Yeah. As a sage, I don't mind the vacuum. As a guardian, I despise it with all my heart. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I as in all my classes I hate it and it's like I don't know, when you commit to it, you end up just getting too strong anyway and it's just the whole thing. I don't know. It's just dumb. I I haven't seen anyone say the whole vacuum thing is cool. I'm not not one. Not one. There's random weirdos that actually do say that they like the the wind buff, but I've not even seen random weirdos be like, dude, the vacuum mechanic is cool. What are you guys talking about? If 0% of your player base likes something, just don't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you guys think about the... What do you guys think? Because it, it actually killed my teammate last round. What do you guys think about the, the big AoE damage things? Like the red circle and then like massive amounts of damage pumps out. Honestly... The only way I would ever implement something like that and keep it myself if I was like trying to make the make it work is the red circle on the ground would have to premeditate it by a lot. Like it would need to be a warning where it's like in 10 seconds the shit's about to hit. And then have it not spawn till later on in the map. Like like I was saying earlier, it just makes no sense to me that that shit just appears and it's just yeah. basically going forever. It's just always going. <laughs> it's fucking cancer oh yeah and the vacuum thing that yeah let's not forget the vacuum thing and it's happening with everyone's vacuum on that map is the vacuum thing is basically making people fall under the map is, is that uh, what's doing it I haven't experienced that yet but that would that would actually make sense yeah the vacuum is dude that's happened to me that. like fucking five times and I'm always like what is what keeps happening here yeah it's, hey, one, it's the good thing is they can't kill you Rizzler <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, you you win on HP. Is that not good enough for you, Russ? Thank God. Yeah. No, what, it actually puts you back up top. At least it did for me. I don't know if it does for everybody else. Oh, really? It, it like shoots you back up to the top and you have your weapons put away. Yeah, I've not seen the getting put back on top. I have not been sucked in, luckily. But uh, yeah, I don't know I if it, if it brings you back in. I've not heard that, actually. That's crazy. Some cool tech, you know? <laughs> Imagine making position. a yeah. Imagine fixing that's, that's the issue. Frame. Imagine fixing the issue with a mechanic that brings you back out of the bugged space instead of just making it so it doesn't happen to begin with. Yeah. Well, priorities. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh. Anyway. So yeah. That that map is just utter chaos and there's too much going on it looks bad the frame rate is bad the mechanics are bad no one likes the mechanics they're not adding anything that people enjoy um yeah i don't know it's just 
I, I actually can't believe that they have them the way they are. It, it's incredibly frustrating and stupid to me. Also, the map itself is just kind of bad. There's so much shit in the way. Okay, so I disagree with that part of it, but I do agree that parts of it could be adjusted, but the map layout I actually do think is kind of cool. I uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not really, I'm not really a fan. But here's the thing. Here's the couple things that I don't like about it. It's like one... They're in the on the edges and hallways. There's a little bit too much stuff in the way, and then two. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but casters basically are on the wall 100 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Like they're never not on that wall, and it's really annoying because like there's so many classes that just can't even get up there, or it's like they can, but you gotta like raw climb. So like they go over to their side and then they just get up on the wall and then they just stay on the wall forever, and it's just I don't know. The wall play is really irritating. I'm okay with slopes. You know? Do we need full-on walls? Yeah, that's kind of what bothers me about it, is it's like, there's so much wall. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of wall. There's a lot of wall. You know, I'm not. I'm not that into it. Uh, there's a lot of wall, a lot of climbing, a lot of uh, weirdness, and then the water. I don't know. Like I'm like torn on. The, I like the idea that if you want to commit to the DP buff, you're stuck. But then people just go down there and camp down there and just stay down there forever, and you kind of need them to come out if you want to kill them, or you got to go in and fight with them in the water, and that's annoying. So I don't, I don't know. Can you not V when you're knocked back or something? Um, knocked back might be another one that you can't. It's possible. Because I, I was just, I, I got knocked back continuously from Ranger because fun mechanics, and it wouldn't let me V, and I was just spamming it the whole time. Yeah. So I've never heard of knocked back being one that you can't V, but maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, it might just be when you don't... I can't remember, actually, if knockback is one or not, but um, you can grab them off the wall. Dude, I, I don't think people realize how grabs work in this game mode. There's four classes that can do that. The rest of them are just literally gambling on losing win rates. It's like playing roulette with the grab attempts, and especially if you're trying to grab them up a wall. It's just, you can't rely on that. That's not like a... Hey, by the way, the wall climbing is fine because you could grab them. No, it, I'm sorry. It's just not how it works. It's, it's a, there's a lot more to it than that. God. Um, what are those four classes? There's four classes that have ignore grapple res. Those are the ones that uh, maybe they have a better time trying to grab off of a wall. The others don't have it. So it's literally a gamble and everyone is running like 65 or 70% grapple res on top of your base resistance. So it's, yeah, it's just no. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's just not, it's it's weird. It's very weird. I'm not into it. I'm not, in, I, I want to like that map, but I really don't. So there's that. I like the Olun Valley map, but I don't want the Olun Valley map to be the only map. If they removed the gimmicks 
as cheesy as the wall stuff is, the wall stuff bothers me way less than all the gimmicks, for the record. I could live with the wall cheese stuff a little bit, but the gimmicks are just drive me. They just are, are it's just chaos. Like I said, just utter chaos. Nah, I don't know. I, I just want them to bring back Arahaza and Nerf Wind. Because I, I actually, post-Wind Nerf, I was actually really enjoying Arahaza and the spawn change, too. The spawn change was really, really nice. What was the spawn change? They made the spawns sideways. So oh, instead right. of one team instantly right, right, being right. on top of the big rock in the middle, you yeah. had to fight for it, basically. Like, one team was still a little closer to it than the other team was. I think it was uh, West Spawn was a little closer to it than East Spawn was, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but it was way more of a, like, you gotta run and possibly fight for it instead of just, like, whoever is on North Spawn just instantly gets it. Or wait, no, South. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Because that shit was, like, really frustrating. It was, like, a witch or a wizard on that side of the map. It's like, well, they just instant high ground, and they can just, like, free cast unless we have, like, a lawn or a zerker or something that can pretty easily get up there to get them down, basically. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Hopefully it gets fixed one day. I honestly, like... I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm a little bit worried that it's probably not gonna get changed. Um, ever. Because, the gimmicks? Yeah, because there's this stubbornness with them where it's like, dude, are you actually just blatantly gonna be like, listen, we know everyone hates it, but we're sorry, we're keeping it. You know what I, I mean? That. Uh, they nerfed the wind. They nerfed the wind, but but they also buffed the wind in the same nerf. Why did they give it an attack speed buff? Yeah, I don't know. I But uh, I don't know. Because they still want it to be useful, but they understood that players were really frustrated with the amount of damage it was giving. So they nerfed the amount of damage it was giving, but they still want it to be I, I like, get, a good I thing. I get them. They were trying to do a middle ground, but it's like, dude, people hated it. People wanted it reduced to like something that's equivalent to like an e-buff or a z-buff. Giving yeah. you 75 AP in a mode where you have only 200 AP, which is basically, it's near, it's like a 40% damage buff. It's just crazy. And mm -hmm. it stacks with your, your E buff and Z buff. I don't know. I just don't understand why, why people are so, or why they're so hung up on like, here's the thing. They could nerf it down. That That's the problem. If it wasn't doing that much, being in a position where it's like, hey, it doesn't do enough, so we're going to bring it up a little bit is way better than it being like, dude, this is literally impacting the game and everyone hates it. And we should just bring it down little by little. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, no, absolutely. I yeah, agree. because if the buffs weren't impactful, the game would still be playable. Yeah. It's just like, oh, there's 100%. buffs here that don't do anything. But it's like, I don't know. It's just odd. I guess, like I keep saying, it's very weird to me. I have a new favorite game in Arena Solar. Oh, yeah, okay, thank God. It's called When an Awakened uh, Witch is on my team, will they or will they not summon their pet before the fight starts? Because <laughs> for some bizarre reason, a lot of them do not. Yeah, that's really hype. Who needs that pet anyway? 
Where's Illyrian? He'll yeah. probably be in chat and tell you it's that not the like, pet... It's not like it now augments your other abilities to be way better than without it or he's, anything. He's saying there's a bug. What's the bug? What What is the bug in reference to? I don't know. Also... <laughs> Someone saying, I understand the gimmicks are meant to hide the class balance problems. No, because the better classes typically get the buffs. It's not meant to hide the class balance problems. That is in your mind. They're there because PA thinks that, um, that people enjoy it and that what they've done is creative and awesome. Unfortunately, they are wrong. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Those, those buffs are just... Are you saying it desummons it constantly at the start of the disco match? Oh. Valkal is super cool too. Dude, by the way, you know which alt is sleeper in Arena Solaire that I've run into a few times where it wiped my team is Tamer alt. People sleeping on that yeah. Tamer alt. I mean, me and uh, me and Ash were talking about it in the group chat earlier. I don't know if you saw, but like Tamer is really one of those like, you get a Tamer on your team, it's either, it's most likely either going to hard carry the shit out of you or absolutely useless, may as well just like be AFK. There's like no in between those fuckers. Maybe PA saw how successful Garmoth's nest was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, someone's asking why I'm on Sucknova right now. It's because I'm trying to focus on the conversation. And Sucknova allows me to do that. Uh, now that we're a little bit further into Arena Solaire, do you have you guys' opinions changed at all regarding like class strength or anything like that? Or is it pretty much the same? No, I mean, it's like the same things that are strong and weak in and outside of it. At least that's how I feel. I don't, I don't know. Musa's man, I can't. What are you? What are you supposed to do against Musa? Like, actually, genuine question. Slow him. Slow him for days. Yeah, what, if you don't have slows, what are you supposed to do? You don't have slows. Die. You don't have grabs. What are you, you supposed to you do? You escape, escape. You V. You die. Those are your options. <laughs> Mapping. I don't know what you're about, dude. You get map. This is have someone compass you away. Musa's are Those helpless. Are all you guys options. are trolling. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so... It's so oppressive. Yeah. They're, they're a very strong class. For sure. Yeah, it probably needs to be nerfed. Um... Drag 2, man. God... 
and and Sugnova, by the way. Let 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 us not forget Sugnova, please. Sugnova's OP, really? Dude, this class is fucking wild. I'm telling you. I could see why it would be strong, but every time I fight one, it's like really easy to deal with. I don't know if I'm just fighting bad ones or what. I don't. What class are you on? Uh, mostly Sage. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how it'd be easy to deal with on Sage. It's like constant CCs, super tanky, really safe. I'm in a this battle of Nova wits here. Oh my! It's it's actually crazy. I can't believe how long this match is going. This two v three because of suck Nova. Uh oh, I might they might have finally did me in. There they go. They finally did. Um, yeah, I don't know. Suck Nova is insanely strong in in here and then suck nova is strong awakening nova is really up there too though isn't awakening nova like in the like top 100 quite a few times that means nothing right now unfortunately <laughs> what is it? I mean, oh, well, that's it, true. yeah it just kind of doesn't it i mean there's a couple awaken novas and i do think awaken nova is good but i don't know if the top 100 means anything in regards to it like I don't know. Maybe if we pull, I think what would be really interesting, and I doubt they'll ever do it, but it would be really cool to see a breakdown of each rank, like what classes are in each rank. I think I think we talked about it this a little bit last week, but I don't remember. So remind me, is there a reason why every character doesn't have its own elo? I don't know. You know, that would actually probably fix some of these team matchups. Maybe. I don't know. I, uh, the they need to do a lot. They need to make sure that you can't have dual classes and you can't fucking... I don't know. So much. The, uh, the hash on our team cursed us by saying just... We can win this, just don't die early. And then the guy on our team got Valkalt and immediately died. Musa just seems like free elo. I might try playing it. Yeah? I mean, it seems really free. Mm, I don't know why you'd think that. Everyone that has a, that's a Musa <laughs> in the top 100 has been playing it for the, their entire lives. True. Except for the ones that have... All I don't know. Hit is it the is it month. the insane mobility that allows them to constantly cross the map with no issues at all? Is it the perma protection? Is it the insane damage? Like I don't know what part of it is. What part of it is confusing? None of that uh, is useful. During slam being overloaded as fuck, the ridiculous amount of uh, mobility they have. I don't care what they say; they do not have the stamina problems that Mewa does. Are they saying they do? Suck Musa's maybe. I know Suck Musa does. I, does does Awaken Musa complain about stamina? There's no way. No, I don't know. Seems like a free ELO class. And since I don't like playing Drac, gotta climb somehow. 
Have you tried Sucknova? Uh, no, actually. I'm telling haven't. you, dude, it's pretty fun. Yeah? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like one of these, like, do you want to see the world burn type classes, you know? I see. Interesting. I'm a bit scared as to what that means, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's basically you're just pissing everyone off oh a hundred percent of the time people are like uh, what the hell is happening oh what uh, just, it's just random cc's everywhere oh here we go all right musassin musassin has graced us he says y'all should have included a musa in this podcast <laughs> Versus bashing a class you have no in-depth knowledge about. And that's not to say I'm saying Musa is not strong. That is true. It's very difficult for us to deduce Musa's strength from what we've seen and experienced and from what our friends have said and the other Musas we've talked to. We're all way out on a limb here. Just taking a shot in the dark. It's crazy us. Crazy old us. I genuinely don't know how to play this class, so I'm going to have to do a bit of reading. Searing Slam is the OP <laughs> one, right? Searing Slam is the greatest class uh, skill name of all time. And I'm assuming you take the, the core of that. That'll be the one. Searing Slam. Okay. I Good think I figured it out. Searing Slam. Why did they change that again? What caused that change? I don't know. What uh, fiery crevice was copyrighted in Korea? Who knows? That's what it was called, right? Fiery crevice. If Musa is so strong, tag it and play an AOS. Let me know your win rate goes up. Uh, that's literally what I'm doing uh, right now. Right. I'm in the process of testing this theory. Yeah. No, Musa's weak. It wouldn't affect me in any way. There's no way I'd be able to figure it out. There you go. It's it's just it's a hard class. It does doesn't really do damage. I, I'm just anytime anytime a class is good, I, I'm not allowed to talk about it unless I main the class. I, I always forget that that's the rule. Yeah, yeah is yeah. Draconia good? Yeah, yeah. I, guys in chat, don't ask me anymore if Draconia is good. <laughs> I really can't answer because I don't main it anymore. So there's no yeah, way yeah, for yeah. me to tell you if it does good damage and if it's strong. I, I can't, there's no way for me to know. Was, I could never was, know. And I take back everything is said about Suck Nova. I've just been playing it for fun. Uh -huh. It's not actually my main, I don't know. The pawns probably don't actually do that much. I don't know why I even said that. I was out of line, my apologies. What was the what was the line that Shaky gave? I forget exactly what it was. It was something along those lines where it was like, he doesn't even play the class, how would he know? Like, <laughs> shouldn't. No, he doesn't play, main the class. He shouldn't be having an opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't main the class, he shouldn't talk about it. It's not about it. I don't know. I said uh, exactly what the quote was. <laughs> I just said exactly what the quote was. Anyway, yeah. The, this whole note... No, you know what? How about this? Musassin, you you go on Sukkuno and tell me if your MMR goes up. How about that? You do that for me. Why don't you hop on your Awaken Kuno and you tell me if your MMR starts skyrocketing? I'm sure it will. I'm sure it'll go way up. All right. Um, last but not least, with Arena Solaire, uh, the healing. No add-ons. I want to. I want to know about this for you guys. Uh, okay. Do you think the healing nerfs were warranted, or they are? Are they too much, or what are your what are your feelings? 
um, healing nurse on. Talking about okay, just let me, overall, let me, let me say what the like healing... 50%. Well, no, no, no. So uh, when Arena Solar came out, healing was cut in half. And then last week, they nerfed it further by an additional 40%. So effectively, based on the original heals, it's it they're 30% effective. So whatever okay. would normally heal you by 100 HP on live would instead heal you by 30 HP in Arena Solar. Mm -hmm. So the question is, do you think the way the healing is now is uh, the heals are not good enough? They're plenty good enough, or they, do they go too far, not far enough, or is it fine? Do, so, do, do, yeah. okay, let me process. So, some classes, the healing feels, I, it really just depends on the class. So, like, on fucking Zerker, the healing feels, like, just enough. Like, if I get away from the enemy team and pop a heal, I can still recover health, like, pretty quickly. Uh, I think on other classes, it's probably way too much. I, I And I'm wondering if they could do a class modifier instead of, like, an overall healing thing. Because on some classes, it, it feels like a bit too much. Like, you just can't heal no matter what you do. And then on some classes, which Wizard with the Rabom heals... I feel like their heals are barely nerfed at all. They still, they can't full heal, granted, but like, it's so much, and it's for everyone. It's insane. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I, I, for me, I'm okay with where it's at right now. I wouldn't nerf it further. I, I'm just, Assassin has put together two beautiful copy pastas. Nyashi, are you here? I need you, you're the blader, so you're the only one who's allowed to have an yeah, opinion here. here. Can I read this to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, get get the Maywall's opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm in the middle of a match, so I can't, I can't really. Yes, you can, because you're on a yes, podcast. So I'm gonna read this to you. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna turn your brain to autopilot in that match. The match doesn't matter as much. All right, here we go. What? Quote: This is why we should have put one v one arena solaire. Musa is only as good as a teammate you have. Three v three is a team effort. Yes, Awaken Musa brings a lot, but an Awaken Musa cannot one v three. That is his counter-argument for us all saying Musa is strong in the uh, 3v3 nah. Arena Solar. Someone help me, I don't man. know. I don't know him. I don't know him. You don't know him? You never met him before? He's not in your guild? I never met him before. I don't know him. <laughs> mm. Alright. I hate to break it to you guys, but having only played Musa one node war before in my life and being in Arena Solar with no add-ons... I'm currently up 2-0 and have acquired two kills. Well, that's good, man. This class might be free, though. <laughs> Hate to break it to everybody. I I don't, you know, breaking news, everyone. This class is really fucking easy and strong. Who would have guessed? No, Assassin, I, I can't. Never. Do no, I whatever. Can't. All right, so I'm going to move on. Uh, Nayashi, how do you feel about the healing in AOA? Is it nerfed too much? Do you like where it's at? What are your feelings on the healing? Um, Drake needs to be nerfed in AOA, that's for sure. As far as its healing, like its sustain is really good. Yeah, I uh, I have to see it. I don't know why the Drac healing hasn't been as insane to me, but maybe I haven't been paying attention. That one I need to look at and see it, kind of really, really think about it. I do think that. The drag healing of all the heals is the most insane, but I'm trying to think of how insane it is after this change. 
Um, does it go up slower? I guess I haven't really, I haven't really noticed as much. Track heal isn't insane if you have a grab. Dreadspark is telling me they didn't nerf percentiles regarding healing. Percentage heals? Yeah, that's what he, I think that's what he's saying. Presumably. He's saying yeah. shies don't have heals anymore. Okay, well yeah, I know shy I know shies don't like the heals, but but I'm pretty sure percent heals are also nerfed. Um Otherwise, whiz witches wouldn't all say be saying that they can't get any heals back. Bro, that's come on. Are you serious? No one's saying that. Yeah. Who's saying? No, that? no, no. They are. They are. Well, you have to remember what you're. You, you have to think about it this way. I I don't begrudge them for the feeling because you have to understand what they're used to, right? Sure. Okay. Fair point. Fair yeah. Point, fair so point. they're you. They, it's the same reason why in the first week everyone felt like their damage was like, dude, my class doesn't do any damage. It's like, yeah, no, everyone does a lot yeah, less yeah, damage. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the heals are a lot lower than what you're used to. So when you disengage and heal, and you only yep. get, you know, fifteen percent of your health back when you're used to being full, or thirty percent of your health when you're used to being full, whatever it is, it's like, yeah, it's gonna feel like, wait, I'm not healing at all. Yeah. But the heals what do you are still mean impactful. I can't press one button and completely reset the fight. This is bullshit. Yeah, so I was with um I don't know. I I've been with wizards and when they or witches and when they heal I notice it and it does help me uh, and yeah, their I team. I I know they're not as uh I know for the the caster itself they're so much more used to um other heals, but the heals definitely help me. When a valk heals me, it is always noticeable when a caster heals me it's always noticeable it's like definitely definitely noticeable and it becomes even more noticeable when your own heals don't heal you as much right like so every little bit from yeah. anyone helps you're like oh thank god i got a little bit of hp back from you so yeah it's definitely noticeable it's just because the damage is lower i think it makes sense that heals don't full heal or heal as significantly I'd have to see Drac. I can't. I guess I can't comment on because I haven't paid enough attention to how their their heals are. Uh, for me, Drax, it's like not the healing hasn't been as much of an issue as just the damage. Yeah, you you can't use abilities inside. Yeah, the damage and the permanent protection. If there's a Drac on the enemy team, I'm playing Sage. I hate my life. Yeah. Musassin, I have to, I have to say, so Musassin's bummed out. He's saying I'm missing his points and thinks that he's refuting mine. But when you, if I say, if everyone's like, dude, Musa damage seems really insane in here. And then you come in and it's like, then play Musa. Well, like, what are you saying? How do you want me to take that? Then you play Musa. See how far you get. How do you want me to take that? Like, I, I don't understand the point. It's like, I, do you either agree that Musa damage is insane or you don't agree? If you don't agree, then so be it. That's on you. If you do agree, also so be it. That's on you. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I think a large majority of people do think that the way Musa moves and the amount of damage they deal in this arena in particular, and arguably outside of it as well, it, it feels pretty nutty compared to a lot of classes. Um, and I, I don't think that you need to be a, a pro Musa to see that. It, it doesn't take that much to see that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't 
do I need to watch? Do I need a main striker to know that their grabs are really powerful? No. Do I need a main warrior to be like, dude, solar flare grab is crazy. I can't believe how fast this shit catches. Like, it's like, all right, well then you main warrior and see how you do. Like, that's not even a, it's just nothing. You're like saying nothing when you say that to me. I, I don't know why. It's just, obviously you disagree. I know you disagree because when I showed, when I showed the 3v3 where it was three Musas, you literally said the Musas lose that because they don't have a grab. Yeah, the Musas won three to one. It wasn't even close. It was completely one-sided. Which, by the way, yeah, can we talk about non-map specific things that yes. still need to be changed? Can I go? You want me to go through my list? I put up a Reddit post today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go through your and, list, and I'll you, see if there's anything there that yeah. I that Naya, I need to add. are you in a match right now? Not at the moment. Can Why? you stay out for a second? Because I want to go through this. I want to get your guys' honest opinion on this. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find this though. It probably already got downvoted to hell. But I, I put up a new. A new Reddit post with uh, some solar feedback, and I'm gonna go through this one by one. It has uh, ten bullet points total. Okay, bullet point, and this is updated from last week because I think maybe you guys saw the one from last week, but I put one up last week as well. This is sort of like, uh, okay, they've done made some changes. Here's what's still wrong. Number one, crashing. While I applaud PA for trying to improve this, it can't be left off the list. Crashing impacts both the player that crashed and their team. PA needs to continue to address crashing issues, and this extends over to RBF as well. Also, when a player does crash, reload their game and then reconnect. If it is before the round has begun, they should be allowed to participate in the match. There's a two-minute grace period for a reason. If the player reconnects within that two minutes, they should be allowed to participate that round. Honestly, two minutes isn't long enough. It should be a three-minute because... Anyone with a, even an average system isn't going to be able to reconnect within within that time frame. Okay. That, despite that, there's already a two-minute thing in place, and I, have, I see people come back into my game within that two minutes pretty often, and they're still not allowed to play because they come back and it yeah. forces them to be dead for a match. So whether it's yeah, two minutes or three minutes, if they get back in time, there's no reason why they should be dead for the yep. whole match. And it, it just like ruins the entire best of five when it didn't have to because they reconnected. So I was like, why are you ruining this for no reason? Yeah. Um, and then obviously like the crashing stuff, like they just need to fix the crashing. Two, gimmicks. Uh, they are mostly, or Rez, do you have anything you want to add or comment on the, that first part? No, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Okay. Two, gimmicks. They are mostly just upsetting people, so they have to go. Most players are not enjoying the gimmicks. The spheres and the buffs are not adding fun to the game mode. Rather, they are making it less fun. On top of that, Ruins of Zol or Ruins of Tazol or Ruins of Toll, whatever it is. Uh, gimmicks cause performance issue, uh, issues, frame rate lag, as well as make it difficult to see what is going on because the effects are happening so often and are not subtle. Most of the player base prefers the gimmicks be removed entirely. However, if PA wants to ignore a majority of their player base and insist on keeping the gimmicks, then please significantly reduce their power and make it so they don't spawn until much later in the round. Also, the buffs shouldn't still exist in the arena at the start of a new round when left over from the previous round which still happens occasionally uh anything you guys want to add remove disagree i mean i don't disagree i, I mean are we I all in agreement that, that if the majority of the mechanics like 
the ones that start fucking with the game too much need to they need to go. Right. I think um, the heal one's fine. I think the DP one's fine. I think the flame on um, the Castle Ruins map is fine. I don't like the wind buff. I don't like the vacuum. Uh, when we have the uh, the other map, when it's not bugging out, that wind buff is just still too strong. But I, I think the heals are fine. Those are really good strategic moves to make. Yeah. Um, so I don't mind the heals so much. Right. I think most people don't mind the heals. That's like the lesser of all the evils in all of these yes. arenas. Um, yes. Three. Match stalling. Specifically when a team is down a player or two, right now when faced with a 1v1, 1v3, and even sometimes a 2v3, the game devolves into running away entirely. Because there is little benefit to risking one of your player's lives to win when just playing time will grant you the win. In order to address this, they should add mechanics similar to what we saw in Arena of Arsh... Hold on one second. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Um, they should add. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to. Uh, a vacuum got turned on in the background. Um, do, 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 let's. Where was I? Uh, because there's little benefit to risking uh, one of your players' lives to win when just playing time will grant you the win. In order to address this, they should add mechanics similar to what we saw in Arena of Arsha to prevent the same thing from happening. The last 30 seconds of a match needs to shrink into a smaller area. Although in, in my mind, it doesn't need to be as small as what the AOA one was, but just smaller and max HP pools need to drop down to either 50 or 75%. Because right now, what happens in Nyashi, I know you've seen this, and especially at high elos, it happens way less often at low elo, but at high elo, in 2v3s, and especially, like 1v3s happens basically 100% of the time, you do you just don't fight. You run 100% yeah. of the time. There is zero benefit to fighting. So you throw like range CCs and range pokes, and then you just run away and never even kill the person. You leave them alive to continue to generate BSR or to let the time run down. Yeah, you could, yeah, get your e-buffs back, you know, whatever. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've myself, I've done a couple strategies like that. Because like you, like you mentioned, there's little benefit yep. to risk an advantage when you can just win automatically by health. Right, exactly. So it's just... There's there's only a few things they can really do to combat that. I think one of your ideas before was introduce the map closing in mm -hmm. to some extent, to like some the extent. arena of Arsha. Yeah, not not a very egregious amount like how it currently is in arena of Arsha, but to some extent to kind of like force a little bit more closer, um, you know, fight area and you know kind of promote more fighting. Um, Alternatively, another idea could be maybe they make it less about time and more about actually just killing your opponent, which in some cases could be AIDS because there's definitely some particular classes that are really egregious at being able to run away with no problem whatsoever. Zerker would be one of them. Um, Sork eye framing for days and days and days is another issue. And, you know, so I don't know. Um, yeah, the timer is kind of necessary for those situations. The other thing with the map closing and Dreadspark kind of bringing this up, but the other thing, the other issue, because a lot of people are like, there should be a forfeit button. But if the map closes in and being outside of the closed off area kills you, then there's your forfeit button, right? It kind of solves both of those issues. Either you get to now have a better chance of actually fighting somebody because you're in closer quarters, 
or if you just want to forfeit because you think there's literally no chance, maybe you're an awakened DK against three uh, awakened strikers, you're probably going to be in hell. So you can just walk off and kill yourself, start the match so they don't benefit. Um, Rez, do you have any feelings on the closing in or, or HP pool coming down a bit in the last 30 seconds? Uh, close the map in, don't reduce HP pool. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, BSR, or number four, BSR. Two issues here. Problem one. Oh, shit. I backed out. Hold on. Fat finger. Oh, no, Rose. <laughs> BSR. Yeah, you see that? You see what I yeah. posted? That's yeah, my rough. team, baby. That's my boys. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, BSR. Uh, two issues here. Problem one, some of the 100% skills are completely imbalanced. Uh, some classes can't even use theirs. Others almost instantly win with theirs. BSR should probably be reset every round, similar to Arena of Arsha. This would also help with the problem number two. Or with problem number two, the winning team is incentivized to run away once they have killed at least one person because now their team has all three players recovering BSR while the enemy team has only two or even one. Still think BSR should be reset every round to prevent this, but at least make it so that even if you are dead, you are recovering BSR so everyone is on a level playing field. Yeah. But question, did you guys know that Crust Crusher is a fucking T3 add-on? Yeah. What the fuck? Metal Bloom for Maywos. Why does that bother you? I mean, the cool, what's the cooldown on it? Doesn't matter, the cooldown, that's their fucking big damage skill. No, that's not their biggest damage. No, that's not. That's that one's slow, not. Crush Crusher's not what it used to be. Yeah, it's not what you think. It's it is. good. It's slow and punishable. It's a good skill, but my my thing is you when you just have to position. Positioning is hard, all right, for a lot of people. What? <laughs> Positioning's tough, all right. Dude, if a moose has to use a four counter, it's a bad day. I'm just saying. That that fucking that witch on my team definitely thinks positioning is hard. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number five. Toxic. Uh, remove often as an option. No reason why the AP of succession classes should be higher than awakening. Thoughts? I agree with that. It's kind of, it's kind of egregious that they can get an additional like what is it, fourteen AP, something like that. Yeah. For for just switching to a weapon that has literally no negatives because no one can run enough evasion to where it matters. Well, you could technically, but the classes... I mean, think about this. Think about these classes that are benefiting from it. Drac, do they have do they have accuracy issues? No. Right, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like some of the... I don't know. Sakuno, no accuracy issues. Like all these... There's a bunch of classes where it's just free AP for basically no Sakusa. sacrifice whatsoever. And it Sakusa's doesn't... Sakuno's damage is fucking insane. And it doesn't work for every spec either. So it's like just random and weird. Um, Six getting matched with or against multiple of the same class. If there's a pool of six players and two of them play the same class, they should be separated. If there is a pool of six players yep. and three of them play the same class, then at least one of them should be separated. There is no reason a match should look like this. My example is Warrior, Warrior, and Mystic versus Musa, Musa, and Striker. I have an image yep. of this so you guys could see what it looks like because this was a real match that happened to poor, <laughs> poor Smashy Poo. Now, uh, the real question is, who won? Yeah, who won that? I, I'm who, banking who won on, that I'm one, banking Smash? I'm banking on the Mooses. I'm banking on the Mooses. Want the pick? Yeah, send me the pick. 
So it's Mystic Warrior Warrior versus Musa Musa Striker. Yeah. And the Warrior Warrior Mystic won 3 0. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I guess Mooses are down bad after all. Mooses down bad, dude. Warrior Warrior does not play well with them. <laughs> yeah, Warriors are rough for Mooses. I I mean, as, it, it is a bad matchup for Musa for sure. It, it's I'm like yeah, it's like a matchup that isn't. you can overcome if everyone's playing a different class. But when you have both of them stacked together, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like what the hell, man. Um, like in that scenario, they each would have had, if it was even correctly, it would have been Warrior or Musa. But then again, it comes down to like rankings and whatnot. Like, no, it doesn't because like they don't. You, they barely. They change your win loss by nothing, so it literally doesn't even matter based on the rankings. Yeah. Honestly, it's like fucking. Well, I'm saying how their how their how their matchup thing is probably working is they're looking at the MMR and who has a streak, who's. You know, I don't know. So, someone has a theory that I, I actually am starting to buy into that it's literally who hits ready first. They fill team A and then they fill team B. Oof. I can believe it. Yeah, maybe. I would not be surprised if that's how it works. Yeah, because if you if you try to do the team up strategy with like a guildy or something, and you guys wait for the last two slots to determine if it's your game, it does. It's there's. It's not a case where the last two slots are evenly split up between A and B. They're random. Sometimes they end up on the same team. So I, I don't know if it's the... I don't know if I agree with it being like the first ones that guess up, get filled in, because sometimes it's yeah. randomized, you know? I addressed that coming up. Uh, number seven, here we go. The ready check should not show any information to the players. The players are using the ready check to try to match with their friends. Please remove any and all unnecessary visual information to the players so they don't have as easy of a time matching up with their friends and or guilds. Obviously, you'll, yep. you probably won't be able to 100% remove this, but there should literally just be zero information on that page. It yep. should be like, are you ready? Yes or no? That's it. Cool. I agree with that. Now we get rid of the team up thing where people can abuse it and or win trade potentially. It would at least make it harder. Not saying it's yeah. Not not saying it you know, it's happening in an egregious form here in NA, but in other regions it's been pretty pretty brutal. Yeah. Um eight class balance. This needs to be updated and addressed regularly. Some are extremely obvious and should be addressed sooner. There is no excuse for leaving poor balance for long stretches of time. This kind of goes throughout the entire game, but in Arena of Solaire, because people are competing, it's going to feel even more stressful and annoying. Yeah. Versus the random grind spot dispute where maybe your gear could overcome the deficiencies. Um, nine, rewards. Add rewards. I'm glad they added an end-of-season pearl reward for this preseason for the top 100. However, in-game rewards like Krons, Kaffirs, RBF Seals, Silver, etc. also need to be added. I think we've all agreed on that in the past. And then number yeah. 10 is just various bugs and issues falling through the map because of vacuums, losing points in a win because of a disconnect at some point during the match, players starting in the middle of the map in the shaded area between matches, sometimes being phased out of the map during the match. You can see people in V if they have bleeds or other various debuff effects. Garmoth pet gives HP and Solaire. 
Life skill close gives DP and being able to see Gildy's in concealment or Al's breath. So to kind of add on to the rewards, because I was hoping maybe you'd you'd mention it. Uh-huh. But um did you you didn't really mention anything about how the dailies are. So essentially like the reason why I'm even getting into this, like right now we have the dailies in order to get your seals in order for you to get 130 stack and some other yeah. benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Well, players that are life skillers, non PVPers, people that literally don't know the basic mechanics of PVP in the game, they're obviously queuing up and whatnot. And, okay. you know, those end up flooding low elo. And if you happen to be stuck there at the, at the launch of a season, that can be a very painful experience trying to get out of. Like, I just recently dug myself out of it today. Oh, you'll be back. We all come oh, back. probably be back. Yeah. We all but, and, come and, back. And it, all comes down, it also comes down to the fact that how their point system works is everyone's climbing. Everyone is climbing. It doesn't matter. Like, unless you're just, like, auto-losing every game. If you're... The game kind of try to get you to a point where you're 50-50 on your games. Uh-huh. Um... And you just automatically continue climbing because of how the point system works right now. I mean, here's so, the thing. is like at the beginning of a season, does anyone remember what it's like in League or, or StarCraft 2? Like the beginning, the beginning of the season is always placement. hell. That, that's yeah. the one thing. Placement, there should be placements. Here's the thing. I, I don't know. I was going to put it in this post, but I couldn't think of a way like... I need more time to think on how I would suggest to do it. And I almost feel like I shouldn't have to come up with their ELO system and their placements. Like, I don't know. There should be placements of some sort. I agree. I just don't know how it'd be done. I know like in Starcraft, there were five matches. I think in the beginning of league, when you first start off, there's 10. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But there should be and some should, sort of placement. should placements to consider the, the the previous season so that it automatically places you in a higher elo or yeah. that's how League does it. So how should it be reset and just everything wipes with a new season or should it take on the considerations of the previous season? So I think it should take on the Oh well, I I don't maybe with the preseason since it's going to be like a fresh start, but going forward it should take into account your previous seasons. Just like other games because there's no real point in putting you against people that it's going to make you dominate if they're just really bad players, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair argument. Um, but, yeah. It, it's just like, I guess like I was looking at it like there's a lot of MMR things that they need to adjust. Like, I yeah. look at, so I went through, now so I have a a 52% or uh, like a 51% win rate now after my loss streaks. But even with the win streaks, I've had multiple. I had a 10 win streak. I had a seven win streak. Even with win streaks, I'm at exactly starting MMR. So you say you're supposed to win 50% of your matches and climb, but I'm actually exactly at starting MMR with a about a 50% win, win rate, 44 and 42. And that's with multiple win streaks. Like one of them was ten wins long. How the fuck are you back down to eleven fifty? Because I'm trash. 
Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> or eleven. I meant like. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm a, like sorry. The, I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred MMR up, but I'm also two wins up. So once I lose those two wins, I'd be in the. If I were to lose Wait, two so more. Wait, Yeah. So I'm twelve four. I'm twelve sixty. But if I lost two, okay, which would yeah, put yeah. me at exactly fifty percent, I would be exactly at starting. Or like, be at, I'd be forty you'd above. You'd be twelve hundred. You'd be twelve hundred. Yeah. Probably. Is that really like? So I think. Is that a climb? I, I don't think that's a climb. I'm basically I mean, with still, all the people here, starting all the happens. life skill stuff, like you're saying. Like, I here's, almost feel like um, people people end up within the same the the same range as you if you're still struggling to dig yourself out. So you get you get constantly those individuals on your team. That's what ends up happening. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just saying. Like, sometimes even... there's a spread between which Elo players you're you're competing against in a match, but. People, you know, as the points gradually bring players up, as long as they maintain like roughly 50 50, they'll end up in the next elo, like 1200. Then you're kind of fighting between 1200 and 1300 people, right? But, but here, look, it's just I guess here's, here's my point. So, the way it's supposed to climb you out is with the win streak, right? Like, the win streaks give you bonus wins, yeah. Somehow, yeah. I essentially have the same MMR or within a range of 50, which is negligible, the range is like 2000 points. I'm within yeah. 50 point range of someone who had just started and started off 2 0 with the exact same win rate after I'm 86 matches in, or we have the exact yeah. same MMR. Yeah, which is the frustrating thing. Yeah, it's like I didn't, even with, like I'm saying, with a 10 win streak in there and a six win streak in there and multiple three and now, two. That's weird. I don't, I don't have, understand. I have not built any cushion to where me being close to a 50% win rate would leave me at like 1350, 1400 or whatever. I can't look at my previous day's games. Yeah, that's um, it is annoying. Eighteenth and above, but um, yeah, the, like I was tracking it. Like it got to the point where I did. It's based on your number of games. I think is ultimately what's going to matter. So I had it at a point where basically twelve twenty five was my base fifty percent win rate MMR. Mm -hmm. Or um, it sounds like what mine would probably end up being about twelve. Yeah, twelve twenty-five is what it yeah. was, and then I think if I were to go back down, I'd have to lose six games. Let's say on average, I lose twenty-four points a pop. It's one hundred and forty, so I would be twelve fifty-eight, which actually seems about right for one hundred and fourteen matches. So that would be an example of how it's climbing. It's slowly bringing me from 1150 all the way up to 1250 if I had maintained a 50% win rate. Was and that... I have a few streaks in here. Yeah, you have a hundred. Yeah. You have a hundred games. Like that's, dude, I started off 18 and three. Like think about that win streak. Yeah, that's that's really egregious that you ended up dropping. I mean, I lost quickly. a lot. It's fine. But it's like the MMR, it's not like I built, the, that 18 and three gave me no cushion. I was like, well, yeah. once I get back down to fifty percent, it'll be the, as if I'm starting over again. What's what up? were the point values on your uh, streak? It's at one point I was getting like thirty. I think at near the the end of the ten win streak was like thirty five points a win or something. I think it was thirty five points. That seems low. Well, uh, it only it's not low. I think it so really like only goes up like one or two. Here's the six game win streak I had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it usually jumps about one or two depending. So here's the six game win streak I just recently had today. I got maxed out at 30, and then we ended up losing. Um, but, 
Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just odd. I, I don't know. I guess like. The forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Like there, there's been some where it like ends up. Yeah, it's like forty five or something. But I don't know. I guess like. I'm just a little bit confused by it, I guess. It feels like I've gone nowhere. And because I'm really yeah, facing all the same people. Yeah, I'm facing all the same people. It's like and it's facing me again mostly against blues and yellows, like low yellow, high blue again. Um yeah. It's just a weird thing too because I don't know how long it takes for a lost streak to pull you out of a rank in league. I'm not used to because I didn't play that much league, so I don't know. But it is odd to me that like well, let's see how many games it goes. This one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Uh, eighteen games ago, I was mostly against high yellow, low red, and now I'm against low blue, high. I don't know how to like equate these two. What is this range? You know what I mean? Do you guys yeah. question? Do you guys just randomly get put against people in the top 50 out of fucking nowhere occasionally? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, yeah, sometimes it happens. What the fuck is that about? I don't know. It depends where you are. I, I was getting I that a decent amount when I was red. I can't even break top 300. Why am I going up against number 43? How does that make sense? Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about, Patro. Like we're, we're talking about MMR. That like, how does your MMR, like, for example, your MMR is what affects your rank. So if you're losing a lot, your MMR eventually is going to drag you down and you're going to demote. My question is like, what is like the equivalent of this? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just very, it's funny too, because once you go on a loss, when I'm in like red, so I was in red spirit multiple times this so far this week three uh three separate occasions i was in red like pretty deep in not deep but i was like 15 50 15 60 and 15 like 20 or something and all the matches right around like going into red and coming out of red were all relatively like they felt easier and now it's like it's significantly harder to win now that i've dropped down uh, it's like so much harder to win so I, I see what kind of more what you were saying, Rez. It's like once you drop down, it's like, dude, I, I can't on Kuno. I, there's, it's very difficult for me to pull out a win against like decent players, <laughs> mm. but like without significant help from the team, you know? Yeah. Ultimately, you you gotta have more than just one dead body, like, or you gotta have more than just one like individual. Because the gear, the gear isn't strong enough for you to potentially one v three. It's just not realistic. Most classes can't do that, and it's there has to be super favorable conditions in order to pull off a one v three. Like them already being really low HP, or you know some situations like that. But having buffs and um, allowing you to do the damage you need to do, catching them constantly in CCs, which is just a player thing, but. Yes. Well, that's the thing. I mean, there, like, if there's a CC counter, that that would be telling, and I would love that because I think that that would tell a, a better story. If I were to argue a case, I hate to be that that league guy, that's 
I'm a I'm a gold player just stuck in bronze, you know, kind of thing. But <laughs> if you were to try to tell a story with the information on the page, like these don't tell much of a story when it's like it's just damage, right? But what does tell a, a huge story is like if I have 18 CCs in a best of three that we lost 03. Like, wouldn't you wonder, like, dude, how did you lose if you caught people 18 times? Yeah. And it's like, well, I lost because not a single person applied damage while those CCs were active. Not a single person except for myself. Well, see, like, they were all... he, he grabbed them and then he did the flag animation. Yeah, I just did away. the flag and then got <laughs> CC'd just, out of the just... flag like a loser. Yeah. <laughs> he just kept <laughs> grabbing people and doing flag and then running and then couldn't back. Yeah, like the amount of times like people are down to 5% health and they get out because I can't get someone to just use one skill. Just like, damn, man. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. I don't know what the... Like, again, I don't play League and I haven't played StarCraft in a long time. In StarCraft, it... I don't know. The MMR just made so much sense. It, it was not complex at all. It was just like, if you win more... You go up, you got like a bonus pool if you AFK'd over time. So if you were like actually winning a lot, you'd catch up with your bonus pool, et cetera, et cetera. It was, it, it just kind of made sense. And then in here, I don't know, here it's like feels so random. Yeah. A little bit on the random side. I mean, it's a work in progress. Hopefully they just don't leave it like this. Hopefully they continue to make tweaks based on player feedback, which is what they suggested that they were yeah, going to be doing. So they did. Tomorrow's going to be interesting. I wonder if there's going to be changes tomorrow. Yeah. I do worry, though. Here, Here's a concern. Tell me if you guys think this is a legitimate concern. I've thought about this. Do you guys remember when Shadow Arena first came out? And yeah. a bunch of people were playing it, had a bunch of hype, and they were constantly making changes to Shadow Arena. And it almost felt like the rest of the game's changes got put on hold, like normal class balance. Um, mm. other thing, I, I'm almost getting a vibe of like, cause I want them to still make changes constantly. Cause I think this game mode is important, but there's part of me that's mm. like, they're going to get overwhelmed by having to make these changes and then quit on it. Like they did with shadow arena. <laughs> like, ah, uh, we realized it takes uh, too much manpower. We're just going to give up. Sorry guys. I don't know. I'm getting those vibes. Maybe it won't happen, but uh, it's crossed my mind. Hopefully not. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to dip. Uh oh, are you busted? Just be honest. Um, the white fagro is going to be. Did she just like say, that. why unfortunately? <laughs> Did she actually say that? She's going she gonna to whoop my ass here. Oh my God, dude. You it's better, abusive over you better here. get out of here. Yeah, what the fuck, man? I didn't. I'm going to call you... Uh... She said only sexually abusive. All right. Ashy Depp right. and Miss Heard. You guys have fun. <laughs> All right. <I> think he's <laughs> Later. <God>. Topical. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it's just you and me, Rez. Yeah. He got his ass busted real fast. She said, what do you mean, unfortunately? <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Well, guys, uh, if you could for a moment, thoughts and prayers out to Nayashi and his well-being. Can I, yeah. Can I, can I just bring up my biggest gripe with Arena Solaire, honestly? Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Why, when either the win or lose screen pop up, does it simultaneously bring up your mouse and lock <laughs> your camera? 
Why the I fuck does it do that? It's so weird. Where you're like trying to click stuff, but instead your screen is moving around. Yes. Yeah, it's very, very weird. That that you whole can't part even, is so like, weird. You would think like, oh, well, I can probably press control to like make the mouse go away. You can't. It doesn't work. Yeah, and then the awkward, the awkward like you won the last, you got the last kill, the match is over, it pauses for a second, brings you this gray screen, and then you see a cheer animation. It's so weird. Yeah, but the the screen locking thing in the beginning and the end, I think it does it twice. Doesn't it do it in the beginning and the end? It does it any time that a screen pops up. Yeah. Yeah, so when it intros the teams in the beginning, it's very weird. I don't know. All right. Let's talk about Global Labs real quick, and then, uh, Rezler, are you going to read us the comments? Yeah, we can uh, rapid fire through them. All right. So... Uh, the global labs thing, they're adding a mass repair, essentially where the repair button, be able to just repair everything all together. Uh, they're also adding a way to mass melt costumes. Um, and also lock your costumes. So if there's ones you don't want to melt, you don't accidentally melt the wrong ones. Um, they also now, uh, armor merchants in each village now have lightstone extractors. So they did that. And then... I guess the tier five, they made it so you can make multiple pets tier five and it's not going to screw you over. Originally, their thing was make sure you only tier five the one you want because then you won't you won't be able to have multiple tier fives out at a time. But now they made it so you can have multiple tier fives and you can set like a leader tier five and that, that yeah. is the one that gives the buffs to so, the rest of your pets. Yeah, to be clear, the, the extra T5s do not change anything. Yeah, they don't change anything. It's just that you can swap I, them I saw around. some people in, I think, the Reddit comment thread of the patch notes being like, oh, now they're going to make us get all tier 5s. No, 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 it's no. not what they're doing. No, yeah, it's just in case you have more than one, you're not screwed and can't use the other one at the same time. That's it. And then uh, they added a Thundercloud Kudum... Like kind of like a Karanda upgrade for the offhand that just gives you 7% special attack evasion and nothing else. Just that. <laughs> a pity, pity piece. Oh, they're also buffing Star's End. Um, they're buffing the drop rate of Distos at Star's End, which is pretty cool. And they're buffing the spawn rate of certain mobs in Labyrinth in the snow area, which also is pretty cool. Um, and then some minor... Elvia changes. They also made it so Sikrakia no longer drops ethereal earrings. Instead, that drop rate is going to be distributed amongst the remaining accessories in Sikrakia's chest. So that's kind of nice. Um, and then some bartering changes that I'm sure will change the world. That's it. That's it, really. So, you ready for our comments? Uh, after this match, sure. Uh-oh. How long do you have on this match, man? Uh, we're about to lose. That's 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 the play, dude. All right, so we're doing two weeks of comments. I'm gonna start this first, so I'm just get it started, so we can get going. Um, let's see, this is two weeks ago, thirteen days ago. Here we go. I haven't I haven't checked these, so maybe we get screwed on something they post. We'll see. All right. Um, Al Alkis says hi, hello. 
Uh, Trist Tristan Crow says, I feel terrible for shy players. As a tamer, I feel like P PA has classes they don't want to be good and try to stall as long as possible so people roll off. It's not fair to force people off things they like to play just because they refuse to fix them. RIP shy and tamer players. Uh, Dead Ghost says, no striker PVE love. <laughs> Lol. Uh, Barcode says, if the chemistry between Frosty and Reslar makes meth, then chemistry between Frosty and Natasha makes Smucker's butt lube. I thought that was well said. Cody Shane says, after Drac Awakening, when do you think we'll get the next character and will it be Wukong? I think it's going to be a while and I don't think it'll be Wukong. No. I, I think it'll the, be in December. The fact that they're doing Awakening for Drax so late, I feel like they're going to slow down on making classes. I mean, maybe not, but... Yeah. Ponalism says, I tagged a shy to get my last merchant ring piece at Olun. Sork is dog shit there. Making Pen Soul because you can't tag Dandy to shy made it a bit more personal than it should have, and I just hope they will rethink the nerf. Personally... I think they should just put a one minute cooldown at most on Misty Haze, the debuff, because a good group needs 40 to 45 seconds on one Olun. Bad groups need 50 seconds to one minute. I don't see the point of making Shy completely useless, but I bet Drac Awakening got some nice group buffs. Smiley. If not most Shy's at Oluns are looking at which to reroll as alternative for the cast attack speed buff, as far as I know, God bless, I'm not a Shy main. Yeah, so that all ended up being kind of moot because Shy is still the, you absolutely should be running with the Shy. It's the most efficient. I know Shy's hate to hear it, but it's just the truth. Uh, Laggy Skill says, another great episode. Also, I miss Reslar Heart. Make sure you guys go over the deck slash guild system and not allowing to feed players to mobs thing. I'd love to hear Rez's thoughts about it. So Rez, I don't know if you saw that, but there is a uh, new policy, but it's only for Japan, I think. I think it was Japan. That mm -hmm. basically, if you get fed to mobs, you can record a video of it and and submit a ticket. But Japan is the only server that got this policy, so and they said they'll look. Did into we not it. talk about this last week? I thought we. I don't remember if we did or not, but. Or not like I know you guys talked about it on the week I wasn't there, but I thought we talked about my feelings towards it last week. I don't think so because we Maybe had guests, we so I think we we're mostly talking about uh, Solar. I'll keep it. I'll keep it short. Uh, it's fucking awful, but it's probably something that's gonna go worldwide here soon because Pearl Abyss has this bizarre mindset that if you PvP in this game, you're a fucking villain. You're a, you're a threat to the rest of humanity for participating in PvP. It's bizarre. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Right now it's only Japan, which isn't really one of the regions that sort of leads the way on these things. So we'll see, I guess. Japan has some interesting PvP policies. All right, uh, Matthew, uh, whatever, Matthew says, now everyone will have to untag Shy and go back to that trash striker. Don't worry, Shy's, they can take your <laughs> PvE, but they can't ever take your alpaca mount. True. Uh, the Blackia says, Draconia, I really hate her awakened weapon choice. I reroll from Valk when she got her lance. Two normal spears would be bad enough, but this looks more like a Valk lance. Way too big uh, to any use of elegance. Shy is a shy main. I am super mad. I don't do much PvE nowadays because it's so boring, but Shy was kind of the only class my hands could tolerate without cramping while still pulling good money. Basically, Shy was OP on Elvia Troll's spot, and because of that, they did destroy her everywhere else instead of changing the trolls. The loss of 10% DR on the flooring hits hard for PvE, but the CD change of Misty, 30 seconds, 3 minutes, break her not only in PvE, we actually wanted the cooldown to be shorter. 
because uh, you never have it ready for every pack outside of Olum, but way more in PvP. Uh, this basically takes away our strongest PvP debuff that we need to engage, save, safely change position, and be more than a buff bot at this point. Bongos are dead almost anyway because there's too much damage to tank it. Uh, without it anymore, without any PvP passives, etc. And the PvP AP shies are fully dead now because they changed the 10% DR to 35 monster DR. Um, we won't do any damage anymore, no matter the AP. This will be a big hit for the Olin grinders because most of the shies will reroll. Yeah, uh, again, at Olin's, it's still uh, at a premium there. Um, and the 10%, Joe Bell saying the 10% still exists for PvP. So I, I don't know. A couple of misinformed things there. Also, most shies don't want shy to be buffed. Also, I have to, I do have to address the AP thing. Again, I, I don't know why any shy thinks that they want you to ever do damage in PvP. They have been very, very clear about that. So that uh, always being disappointed or surprised by that, that is at this point on you. When you know that they do not want you to do damage, they've been absolutely very, very clear. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying you should agree with it, but you definitely should not be surprised by it. That it, it would be like Nayashi being surprised that his girlfriend cuts him off from the podcast early when we do a night show. You just can't be surprised. That's what's going to happen. We already know that. All right. So he goes on to say, but uh, on all the fast running spots that die fast, Shy isn't good. And we we pay a lot for being good supporter, not taggable awakened weapons, can't be sold, can't be bought, so we can't even just re-roll easy. It's only the damn Elvia troll spot that went overboard. And the funny thing is that it wasn't just that, but that's fine if that's, you know, is what it is. Also, you guys need to stop saying that she's meant as an RP class. <laughs> when her talent came out, she switched from RP life skiller to supporter for PvE, but especially for PvP. They did a half-assed job with it is another problem. I mean, she isn't the tankiest class, nor does damage. Not the best heal. Bubble doesn't work since months now and 50% of the time. Our e-buff doesn't hit our allies anymore most of the time, etc. She is stuck between her original idea and the support playstyle. In the beginning, she was really good in her areas. She was tanky. She was annoying. They even buffed her shit not long ago. I tell you, it's only this one spot they fucked us over, not her design. She wasn't a PvP character then. Both her debuffs would have been monster debuffs. Her bongos still wouldn't be there and her rebomb wouldn't be a SA heal that doesn't heal herself. Yet her PV wait, her PvP damage reduction was pushed from 90% to 40% and one of her buffs is for resistance. Most of her talent circles around PvP support. So yeah, I, I don't know. There's still like this hope in there that she's going to be PvP damage, but I I, don't I know. Yeah. came here mm -hmm. to bat for the shies because I okay. heard the shy hate that I was not here to argue against in the episode that I missed on the last episode, All the right. episode before. And I came here to argue with you specifically because you are a shy hater. True, true, right. true. Mm -hmm. And so I'm here to be the voice of the shy so that they can be represented here. And all of that got thrown out the window when he said that bubble doesn't work anymore. What the fuck are you talking about, brother? That shit is so cancer. <laughs> what? Bubble Hold on. Let me let me read this again. Bubble doesn't work since months now in 50% of the time. Bro, your bubble should work 0% of the time. What the fuck? That shit is awful. It's the worst thing imaginable. 
It's it's actually the worst ability in the game. Yeah, I got I got bubbled in Arena of Arsha once and killed the shy inside the bubble with me. Well, that's because it's a shy in in Arena of Solar. Arena of Solar. Yeah, I actually I've I've won a couple games with shies. I think um, I, I think at my listen, shitty Elo, listen. it works out pretty well. Listen, 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 listen. I I will go to bat. I will go to bat for the shies a little bit here. Because okay. you gave a you gave an analogy and I'm I'm blanking on exactly what it was, but I think it was uh, some sort of <laughs> I believe Amber Heard esque domestic abuse analogy between the Shies and Perlobis. And it was partially correct, but the thing that you're forgetting is that Perlobis, like 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 this Shy brought up, they have made changes mm-hmm. to make Shy actually do things in pvp it's not as if they have done i could totally go along with the argument that shies just need to like stop dreaming of that world if they made zero changes if it was still just an rp and life skiller class but the talent system came out they gave it insanely effective skills in pvp i i feel like they like if it still but, could only ride a donkey i would agree 100 okay, but they're still but they, but they are ride horses but they are still good in group pvp sure but i'm 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 arguing against the idea that shies can't think that one day probus could okay. and they should they are make it into a real class let me put it this way they weren't they since they've come out, 90% of the changes Shy's have gotten after the talent, after the initial like month, when they first like finally Shy was kind of set in stone. After that, a large majority of the time, Shy's are only mad about their changes. They are not happy. It is very rarely that they are happy. The changes, it's, I mean, this is why we have this conversation. There's not another class that we're having this conversation with every week. There's just not. There's not another class that's like, well, they won't do anything for us. Like we get literally nothing ever. Like there's classes that have had that have poor balance and like there's like debate amongst them. But it's like, dude, even on a tamer, I'm sorry, but a tamer is more impactful in a lot of these spots. But in group PvP, Shy does already still work. I I don't know. My I guess at the end of the day, it really just comes down to they constantly let you guys down and I feel bad for you guys. You shouldn't you shouldn't uh take that anymore yeah yeah i i really really think that like i honestly think i don't know i would just revolt like at at this point like i'm looking at the way kuno's talk and right now like kuno is in a weird spot because it's like they absolutely refused to give pbe like that that was my analogy last week i don't know if or the week you maybe it was when you were gone but i was saying like i've just accepted kuno is not a pbe class they have done nothing yes they have made changes that were supposed to buff us but they never actually did so shy has gotten changes but they never actually did yeah no it's not the difference that's the same thing that you're saying about shy they actually did yes okay but in shy changes they they change it to where you can actually ride a horse they come out with the talents okay i'm talking about after the first month i i literally pre preface this the first month sure but since then, it's night. They're only doing things that piss shies off. Okay, sure, yeah. And with Kuno, it's like they've constantly. That's why I compared it to Kuno last week. It's like, yes, I think it's bullshit that they won't buff Kuno in PVE. They were no whatever the reason. I don't know what it is, 
But at this point, like, dude, I can't keep just sitting here hoping they're going to buff away Kunkuno PvE. It's just not going to happen. They have decided that that class cannot be good in PvE. I do not agree with it. I think it's wrong. I think uh, PA is bullshit for doing it, but that's how they feel. In that same vein, they have decided that Shies will not kill people. People are still clinging on to the idea that Shies should do more damage. They have decided Shies will not kill people. Do you at least agree with that? That that is just black and white. There is no gray area. They do not want Shies to kill people. Well, why do they change their their damage reduction then? Are you talking about on Ninja? From 90% to 40%. They changed it on one class because it just was, it wasn't the same as the other classes. They literally brought it to match the same thing as the other classes. It already was at 40% against shot or against Kuno. But do you realize how low 40% they still don't do any damage? Unless no, you take off your gear. But I think it's it's bizarre things like that which make the shies go speaking as someone who is not a shy for the record, that make the shies go like, oh, so like you are open to changes. It's just like weirdly selective. Yeah, but again, that that's my abuse analogy that you don't like. Is yeah, my girlfriend, this is not this is a hypothetical scenario, not my personal girlfriend, but yeah, my girlfriend no, keeps, yeah, she's girlfriend. My girlfriend <laughs> keeps telling me she's going to do better and she keeps telling me she's going to change, but she still keeps verbally and emotionally abusing me constantly. Yes, she's telling me and giving me signs of change, but then she reverts back to her old ways and ruins my life again. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Frosty typed in chat, I'll be better. <laughs> I yeah, guess. I don't know. It's That's why it's I'm like, hard. dude, at one, at some point, and it's not my fault. I want Shies to be better, but they don't want to make Shies better. So it's like, then it always, it's this weird thing where it's like, well, PA is not listening. So it's like, fuck you, Frosty. Like, this is partly your fault. And it's like, dude, no, it's not. I want, I think that your class should get a complete redesign and just be a normal fucking class. That has always been my stance, but they will not do it. They don't want Kuno to PVE and they don't want Shy to be a class that feels like a normal class like every other class. They absolutely do not. It is so easy. I'm sorry, but Rezlar, if you and I spent one, let's just say one single week where we had we could spend one hour a day over the course of a week coming up with ways to make Shy an effective support class that is good and also good in PvE. Do we, is it really that hard to figure out? I don't think it's that hard. I really don't think it's that complicated. But for whatever reason, they won't do it. And it's like, I don't know. The teasers almost make it worse because they're like baiting you. Almost makes me mad, more mad at PA. Miss <laughs> um, Frosty said left a surprise in our bed for you and put a poop emoji. Oh God. <laughs> uh two things. Uh yeah. thing number one, if you could look at what I posted in chat. Thank you. Okay. Uh thing number two, I am out of that match. Do you want me to read the rest of these or are you gonna continue? No, you go ahead if you if you got them up. Yeah, I can read them if you want me to. That sounds like a, it was a long match. Uh yeah. I mean it it went four rounds, so it's pretty, it's pretty long match. I just there was an archer oh. that I was just chasing around the whole time, and I was doing lots of damage to him. But unfortunately, because I'm bad, I don't know how to CC people. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of damaging him, and he was running away from me. So in this screenshot, where you're, what was this? Your second match on Musa or first? Third, fourth, fourth. Your fourth, fourth match on Musa, where you did thirty thousand more damage than the next best person, and fifty thousand damage more than the person below that. 
It's pretty good. Yeah, so for the record, the next highest DPS was the MVP on the enemy team, which was Akuno, who did 59,000. So I did over 10k more damage than the next highest person who won the game on the enemy team and was the MVP. Yeah, was your team super good? No, they were pretty fucking awful. It's too bad. The one in four Sork died instantly in the first round without being, like, literally in the first 10 seconds. It was really fun. And I think that was the round we won, actually. Somehow me and the other Sork fucking pulled it out of our ass. But anyway, yeah, fun times. All right, uh, Steve Smith says, since they're changing deck systems, they should make it to where if you are negative karma, you just go to jail. No hard losses. Yeah, I don't know about that one, buddy. I yeah, I think he's saying you shouldn't... To... I think he's saying you shouldn't lose crystals or anything if you're negative. It should just send you to jail. But that also yeah, sucks. But <laughs> so then do you like... have to get sent to jail when you're grinding fucking, I don't know, like Gyphon? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, hey, you're going straight to jail, even in Gyphon. <laughs> yeah. Greed says, the changes for Dex is one of the absolute dumbest changes of all time. Why does PA dick ride Care Bears? Like, if they want some real meat, they should at least talk to the actual community about these issues. Triconic says, right, since Dex needs to be mutually agreed, does allowing those guilds to grind also get also get to be mutually agreed before they can do so? It's hard to find a griefer to be in a deckable guild already. When you make 90% of guilds undeckable, it's going to be a free griefing season. LOL, Sork Iframe Nurse. JJ Carver says, I think you guys are overthinking how PA thinks. I highly doubt a class that took them time to plan, design, etc. Now wanting it gone. Why not just rework the entire class into something else then instead of releasing more classes that take more time after? I don't see the logic, especially when the class has a very small window. No pun intended of game content they shine in. PA just sucks at balancing. I've been saying it forever now. You guys say it all the time. When a nerf or buff comes out, the skill either can, becomes completely broken or completely unusable as if they don't pay or test their own changes. Maybe a nerf was needed, but damn, give it an area in the game to shine in. They're not upset for no reason. BDO takes too much time, investment, and money to get a good place in the game. Punishing players who play a specific class on purpose seems a bit crazy. That means that it can happen to any class, and who in their right mind would even play the game? Not buying the theory until they come out and say it. Until then, they're just being lazy in my eyes. What data they are using to confirm such rad radical nerfs, or are they nerfing to then have the community test after it comes to live and then adjusting afterwards? That last theory sounds more logical. Is he referring to Shy? I don't know if he typed Shy. Yeah, I think he's referring... I think at one point... I think you said in jest, I believe, that they nerfed Shies because they just hate them or something along okay. those lines. I mean, at the end of the day, like, Shies can say deny it or whatever. I, I, I'm not really sure where they stand on it, but they were insane at these group spots and some of the high-end spots. They definitely were overpowered. And I know we... They, I think the thing that upsets them is they cling to the idea that, like, well, that's all we had. The thing you should be mad at is that that was all you had. Also, they're still really good at like at, mm -hmm. at these spots. So it's not like in that same role where it's the the thing that you own, the only thing you had, like still you do have that. Because if I go to an Olun group, I'm still going to probably, I mean, you definitely want a shy. It's like completely inefficient without a shy, even currently after the changes. I know, like, Angel from EU who plays uh, Awakening Ranger was saying pre-Shy nerf, he was averaging 4k trash per hour with blue loot scroll aggress at Oluns. Post-Shy nerf, he still grinds it with a Shy. He's getting 4k trash on average uh, blue loot scroll aggress. 
Cicada Cicada Olorens says, so my idea how to solve griefing, five new LVS servers, no karma system, 20% drop rate bonus, and 10k evasion for all mobs per person on the node rotation gets 10k accuracy buff. That goes away if he leaves the rotation or if he dies in PvP, then killer takes over the buff. Problem solved, easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would... I mean, obviously, like, some of that stuff would be fun, but they'll never do any of this. Yeah. Salvation says, still waiting for that Mr. I don't Rappel's like the accuracy collab. thing either. It also doesn't make any sense. I don't know. 10k. I, I don't... I actually don't really like that idea, Cicada. No offense. It's just too weird. I, I don't know. Mr. Spectacular 37 says, awesome show as usual. Frosty, you should be a comedian. I can't. Dread Spark says my name is dread spark friend to shy is defender of all building structures and loyal servant to the one true dream dream donkey ally to countless fallen warriors enemy to all who would stand against shy culture and i will have my dream donkey in this patch or the next okay yeti wookie says your entire conversation of s blocking left out how suck ninja doesn't even have one i'm pretty sure it's the only class in the game without nest block even after they said they were giving an s block to all tunes god that couldn't be more wrong Oh, Biscuit Delivery says, if you read these, is there any word on where Marnie's lab is going to be with Calfion Elvia? Seems weird to leave out my old favorite Calfion spot. Yeah, by the way, just off the top of my head, uh, Suck Tamer doesn't have one. Suck Ranger doesn't have one. Suck Ninja doesn't have one. Suck Sork doesn't have one. There's actually like quite a few specs that don't have an S block. Uh, Suck Musa and Mewa don't have one. So yeah, no. I don't even know what he, what conversation he's referring to, honestly. But yeah, there's a bunch of classes that don't even have an S block. And mm. suck, suck ninja. Is, I I can't tell if if he's complaining about it. God, I'll trade my S block for what suck ninja has right now. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, Vesber says just correcting crystals don't break on console, but Elkar still costs three hundred thirty mil because no one grinds there. Oh, okay. Steve Smith says you opened the box and I came. That's a okay. Weird. Chodzi says, believe it or not, there are guilds that will start or leave a deck up for reasons other than grind spot dispute. Oh, my experience: the one-sided decks usually aren't from grind spot disputes at all. What? You say something? No, you you cut out for a second, but then resumed in your cutout exactly where you were. Is very weird. Oh, did I lag out for a second? Yeah, that was scary okay. as hell. Did I did I did I go rap god mode just, on you? You just time warped. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing Apex with some friends the other day and uh my friend lagged out and then he like started rap godding at us like 30 seconds later just everything that he had said in that 30 seconds just fast as fuck. It was like, <laughs> "What is happening?" No, it wasn't even faster. You were like, "Believe it or not, there are guilds that will start or leave a deck up for the reasons other than... And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I agree that most conflict is due to grind spot scarcity. However, I don't really think that a ticket is created each time. That's a pretty bold assumption. If someone got decked and killed at a grind spot, opening a ticket seems pretty silly. If someone is wondering two weeks or two months later what server they can safely do world bosses on, I don't really blame them for contacting support. Just some perspective. We have no way of knowing what was said in the tickets. Yeah, because we're two weeks removed, I actually don't remember what exactly is replying to in that. This is part. referring to the sending in the tickets for being fed to mobs thing. 
Yeah, but uh, he's he's basically saying that he's basically saying that the the sending in a ticket because you got fed to mobs is for people that have been decked on by other guilds for like months over some like salty BS presumably and they just like are harassing them at this point. It's not like a grind spot dispute. It's not like anything like that. Yeah, I don't it's know where like I don't know where how he's making that assumption. It's literally just written in the in their policy. It literally just states if you are fed to mobs and video evidence, they even cite video evidence shows that it was intentional that you st they they describe stop using abilities while players on the floor being hit by mobs or exploiting. They like refer to it in some weird way of like exploiting or using the mob AI to your advantage to intentionally like make someone lose crystals. Then uh, submit a ticket and we'll review the video. So I don't know how yeah. you could say it's it's only about guild decks and stuff when it has it doesn't even necessarily have anything to do with guild decks. No, I, I could I could agree with the idea of like people who are, have been getting griefed by like a stronger guild, like legitimately hunted down for months, like need outside assistance. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. okay, sure, I guess, but like that's not what this policy is. So yeah, I don't think it has to do with that, and uh, we don't even know what tickets are sent or if tickets have been sent at all because the policy is like newer yeah yeah the policy just says if you get fed to mobs and you have proof of it then you can report that person and that person could potentially get their entire account deleted which mm -hmm. is fucked because like there's a wide variety of situations where shit like that could happen i've fed people to mobs on accident before people die all the time to mobs on accident and it's not intentional yeah. I never feed people to mobs intentionally. Literally never. That makes one of us. <laughs> well, I don't grind as much as you do, so I don't I don't I, I try to avoid it. spots and shit. I'm not actively going out and doing it. I know there's people that show up to grind spots and do it. I, I really only do it if someone's griefing in my spot like multiple times. Or it's just yeah. like, dude, why are you back? Uh Evil Pie says Rip Shy. Jason Mitchell says, Hey, I played with you in Hex a while back under the name of Jazzy. I was a DK. Since then, I lost my PC, which in turn, I lost my account. Anyway, I wanted to ask if BDO is worth playing anymore as a new player or returning but on a new account. And is Hex still together? You and Reslar were staples of my BDO experience. Just wondering y'all's two thoughts since I've been away for a while. I absolutely remember Jazzy. I do too, dude. I remember doing Gyphon grinds with Jazzy and Azur. Remember? Uh, yeah, it was dude. like Jazzy and Azur were pretty close. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, is it worth getting into as a new player? I think so. Yeah. It's a lot easier Especially to get into. Especially if you've played before. It's Dude, so easy to get back to where you were. I'm pretty sure Jazzy quit when he was like 240 AP or 242 AP. Like you literally would zoom past where you were before. Your previous account kind of means nothing. No. It's been that yeah. long. I mean, it sucks that I got deleted, but yeah it definitely if 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 you miss the game and you miss the gameplay it really hasn't changed much obviously there's been changes to pvp and like skills and stuff you're gonna have to learn like the reworks and everything but the baseline game is, is still the same you're still running in circles you're still fighting other players and getting cc through iframes like the gameplay loop is still the exact same so if that's something you're still interested in then absolutely it's <laughs> it's worth coming back to that's not my experience but that's Razlar's. It does sound fun, though. What's the next? Um, 
GeoSurf. GeoSurf. GeoSurf says, the, the experience is a lot better on PC. So far, very little lag while grinding. Game feels more lively too. Hit full pin to Vala. And I've saved up enough for a pin dandy at the end of the season. So far, got a Radiant Fairy in the first six pools. And here at Cheer 5 skill, uh, first skill. So all in all, PC experience has been Jesus. fantastic. Fucking imagine carry. that, Frosty. Could you imagine <laughs> getting Cheer 5 on the first? Hit? Yeah, what the hell? Or even getting a Radiant. It took me weeks yeah. to get my Radiant. Gonna have. It took you minutes to do it on Global Labs with infinite chances. <laughs> yeah. Gonna have to try out mouse and keyboard at some point. Keep up the great work. Love the podcast. Oh, yeah. AOS has been fantastic other than the wind buff. Really hope they continue to work on it and implement more PvP game modes like it. Yeah. Agreed. I highly recommend if you're totally new to PC entirely, just get used to mouse and keyboard in different games and then transition over if, to make it mm. a little bit less jarring. Oh, also, uh, I, we totally forgot to say Jazzy, uh, Hex is technically still together, I think, but it's like a life skill guild now, I want to say. None of, none of, or I won't say none, not a lot of the old people are in there. Most of us moved on to various guilds. Uh, Frosty is in uh, Notorious, and I think there's a pretty large community of Hex people in there, I want to say. Not really. Um, there's really no? not. There's probably like four. I, I would. There's a, probably a larger majority in your guild. Yeah, there's a bunch of us over in uh, Bloodthirst um, from pre-Hex days. We decided to redo Bloodthirst back in 2020, and we've just kind of been vibing. So there's a bunch of us in here. Uh, there's other people just kind of spread out all over the place in all honesty. Occasionally I see old hex members in random guilds and I'm like, oh shit, that person. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, something void says, can we agree that Solaire meta is different from full gear and classes play a lot differently? I mean, uh, is it? In... I, I, have you noted recently? It's a lot of mooses and drax and yeah, I don't know. It doesn't feel that much different to me. I mean, it definitely, it definitely is in that some classes can shine a lot better in the three v three setting than the Nodeware setting. But in terms of what's meta, I really don't think it's that much different, if yeah. at all, from large scale. The meta isn't mu that much different, but um, I mean, classes play a little bit differently, mostly because your damage is so reduced, right? So you're not just blowing mm -hmm. people up instantly. But yeah, it's it's honestly like, like it's like a microcosm of what outside of solar is i i'm actually very much enjoying being an elo terrorist in arena solar and playing suck sage because suck sage and arena solar actually feels like pretty good yeah you don't um, die in there yeah there's yeah, like you nuanced don't die stuff in that's 0.5 different. seconds it's really nice unless you're against a drac then you do yeah they just yeah nothing can be done about that uh gris here again just swapped from console and got 210 ap after casual play in a week any tips on joining guild that isn't weird or have hot elitist high-end mentality i have no idea uh yeah i mean i don't you know just join describe a, the entire join video like a player T1 base. guild yeah there you go t1 uh, notable guild. but i don't i don't know a whole lot of them off the top of my head I, I don't either. I really don't. I'm out of the loop. Uh, Storm619 says, new idea. The deck system is crazy. Bad system to have. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but in order to receive deck, you need to either own a node or send deck to another guild, which 
are both a part of the PvP system in the game. If the guild is a PvE guild but own a node, they should receive pro-cons of owning it. If they don't want to get decked, then don't engage in any PvP system in the game. No door sending deck, etc. Or ask for protection. As for the feeding players to mob, why not have the player that is feeding people to mobs lose karma? Maybe 75% of the normal karma they would have lost, but still have lost crystal crystal system i know this karma system is the best but i think it's better than nothing tldr boohoo that sucks for you i guess ps hot take i think shy should only be only good at life skilling or being a support class to any party grind spot parentheses like to the point where if you don't have a shy you are throwing this is based on the little knowledge i know about shy because i swear to god if i see a shy get a stormtrooper in siege that i'm going to quit pvping in this game lol it's toxic. Very See, toxic. There are some people out there, Shies, that are actually rooting against you. <laughs> All right. 156. 156. 156. Sort by new. Let's go all the way down. All right. Uh, Ellie Sim. Sim. Simmy. I don't know how to say that. Sorry. He says, a first. Uh, Dead Ghost says, four hours, not one timestamp. I don't know how in the hell you would want me to timestamp what happened last week. Okay, so we had two guests. We talked about some things, and then we circled back on some things. And then we had another guest join, and then we basically redid all of the things that we talked about. And then we had another guest join, and then we circled back on even more things that we had previously talked about two more times now. Exactly what do you want me to timestamp in that fucking episode? Explain to me. Explain to me what, the, what gets timestamped there. The only thing that would have made a, a modicum of sense to timestamp is when Armin joined and when Divius joined. But that's not, uh, th like, that's a pretty useless timestamp in all honesty. It's not hard to just find those points in the video yourself. And that wouldn't have really, I don't, that, that wouldn't have done much in all honesty. We were all over the place last episode. No shot in hell that gets timestamped. You're crazy. Greed says yeah. Poggers. Cicada Alorens says comment for the first time about topic you're passionate about and believe to be a good quality post. Uh, two, let's skip comments this time. Three, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Sorry. Dreadspark says, as a shy, my teams are either F you for queuing up or thank you for caring. What this tells me is players who hate shy probably don't know how to play with shy. With BSR feeding, we can get one player BSR to 100% before the first round engagement if everyone feeds at the five second countdown. Shy bubble also traps players in V. Smiley face, I want to see class-based rankings. That way I can see the top shy and know where I fall in my own class range. Maybe top shy is 1400, maybe. I don't know, but I would love to know. Shy getting CC'd has the longest get-up time. Screw this game, sad face. Bloodwolf says, a problem with a reward in AOS, you get people who enter and just AFK for money. Anything above 50 mil an hour, you get AFK PvE bots just ruining your PvP content. I don't know how they can bypass this, but I can see this happening. So you will have to 1v3 so many times. Now maybe give ranked players more silver the higher rank. That could make sense. Edit. Never mind. Armin talked about this right after I commented, but botting on Solaire will still be no effort. It will be AFK. Grinding is still tedious to some. I don't understand how if you're botting in PvP is less effort than botting in a grind spot. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'll, I'll never understand that take. And also, where did you get the 50 mil thing? And another thing, it's so simple to just not give the losing team the reward. If you're just AFK, you're probably going to lose, which means you're not going to get any reward. How about that? Or you get, like, extremely reduced reward. Extremely reduced reward, yeah. Yeah. I don't. This um, notion that you can bot in PvP and not PvE is just actually blows my mind. 
Yeah. Daz says, wind buff would be more interesting if it would only spawn in the last 30 seconds and despawn around uh, end, of course, as kind of a sudden death option. Yeah. Do you think it would be better if it spawned at the end? I would love it if it didn't spawn at all, yeah. <laughs> My friend who doesn't play Black Desert Online gave his professional opinion to me okay. and questioned why the wind buff would not just be up at the beginning of the round. <laughs> Dude, I had someone I had someone tell me the other day that uh in my match he was in voice with me and he said that we need the wind buff in our game because ninja doesn't do damage without it so he would be <laughs> sad if it left if it was gone yeah, yeah, yeah uh while seriously says we've had this conversation about rewarding pvp with profit so many times for the same week conclusions not making significant profit from being in the top 10 slash winning is a step back from current bdo we already have very good rewards from siege being at the top so why not so to not reward PvP in general is illogical at this point. Next point is nothing is going to beat our current grinding of 800 mil plus an hour at seasonal gear centaurs slash Kratuga. Literally 30 mil a win with an average six minutes per, uh, between Q doesn't compete at all. Tired of people only wanting others to life skill and grind just because they want to. I don't even know what it is at this point. I, I wish I could get like these people on a lie detector test. To find out, like, why don't you want people to get some money? Like, why? every it's weird too because yeah. most people are even like conceding, like, look, it doesn't need to be as much. It just needs to be something. It's like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. The only way you should make money is grinding Elvia bandits. Ooh, I got you. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Cody Shane says, so sorry, Rose, for your loss. Hope things are well. May your next tap be a pen. Thank you very much. It almost certainly will not be. Pyroporo says, what is your worst experience on AOS so far? Frosty, I'm assuming that would be the 700 damage ranger. No. I, um, I had, I was against a team that match, that was match stalling. And my two teammates were so bad, they were dying instantly. And then the team would match stall for the entirety of the match every single round. <laughs> so it was literally me. It would be like the match started 20 seconds in. I'm in a 1v3 for the rest of the match. And they brought the clock all the way to zero every single time. That was probably my, my least fun experience. There was another time where two wizards and a DK would just immediately run to the top of the stairs and just cash it down. That was another oh, yeah, one that I've was not fun. Before. Yeah. Um, I would say my worst experience so far was the bizarre instance of, I assume, wind trading, because I don't know what else caused it. I, I, I put this in the group chat last night, Frosty. I don't know if you read it or not. I had this hash on my team that I don't know what was going on. I, I can only assume it's wind trading, because it's the only thing I can make sense of this situation. It's the only way I can make sense of it. The start of the round, he vanishes. Mm -hmm. Legitimately, like we like we go up to fight, the 3v3 breaks out. Halfway through like this first fight, like the first like 10, 15 seconds, I realize like, wait, that where's my hash? My hash is nowhere to be found. So the first the first match, I die, my lawn dies. I think it was a lawn. And then out of nowhere, suddenly, as soon as we both die, the hash arrives. And I'm like, okay, he probably just got caught. And so he V'd like right out the gate or something like whatever happened. Like, it's not a big deal. Second round starts. We, the match starts. Same thing happens again instantly, except this time I don't die as quickly because I'm kind of like, okay, my teammates kind of suck ass. I need to play a little safe, try and like, you know, 
play this a little more intelligently. So I noticed that the hash is nowhere to be found. I'm like, where's this fucking hash at? Like, did he V again? Seriously? And I'm a sage, so luckily I can survive for a long time if there's no grabs on the enemy team, that is. And so I'm running away from the team looking for my hash because my lawn is dead. And so I'm like, I have to find my teammate. Like, I can't 1v3. We might be able to 2v3. I can't 1v3. I'm sprinting around the arena, just rift chain after rift chain, spamming all of my protections, trying to stay alive, looking for this teammate. I find him on the edge of the arena. This is third map, by the way, with the cursed vacuum in the middle. So this is Mm -hmm. crazy terrain and everything. I find him on the very outskirts of the arena, spamming skills into a wall. (laughs) And I'm like, what is going on? So the second I find him, he then decides to start fighting with me. We 2v3 for, I don't know, like 30 seconds or something, and then we both die. And so I ask him, I'm like, dude, where were you? Why were you spamming skills into the wall? He launches this absolute tirade against me about how garbage i am how i'm trashing everyone's elo how i'm a free win for the enemy team and all this that, and the other and i'm like bro what are like am i being trolled right now am i being punked is ashton kutcher about to walk out of the closet behind me what is going on here and so the third match i ask him i'm like okay just stick with the team my guy like we we could possibly win this and instead he just stays afk in the spawn until we both die and then the enemy team goes to kill him and then he starts trying to 1v3 again oh (laughs) i can't what is happening i i still have no idea what that dude i only came to two conclusions one he's win trading or two he's some sort of wannabe streamer or YouTuber, and he's trying to like get 1v3 Arena of Solaire clips or something like that. So, like, he's letting his teammates die, and then, like, I'm gonna go 1v3 now, and if I win, I can put it in a montage or something like that. <laughs> Those are the only two conclusions I came to, and neither of them seem very, very plausible in all honesty. I don't know what that guy was about. Yeah. Very, I mean, it's very it's bizarre. A hash, so. You know what I mean? I, I have no idea, man. It was so bizarre. And then at the end of the match, I, I got, I, of course, dealt more damage than him because I was actually fighting people the whole time. So I just typed, that's embarrassing, right before we left. <laughs> yeah. Triconic says, as I have suggested on Reddit, best place for suggestions, Lamal, ranking should not be character, should not, should be not character based, but class based per account. Each account would have 30 different ratings. You can make alts to climb again. You could try other classes without impacting your main MMR. Money for arena idea, money on win, no FK bots, because standing AFK is 100% lost. Better players get rewards better, especially when climbing. Balance it out in just the right amount. Yes. That's a feasible goal. Let's say five min matches. I can do, let's say, 10 matches per hour. Longer matches, some breaks. Overall win is 50%. We'd be paid five matches out of 10. So let's say we won 300 mil per hour. So 60 mil and some seals or whatever on win. At this point, even gold bars are fine. Calf rest, other marketable items would be better. Need selection of items to lower the chances of just making that one type of item lose value completely. So like accessories and calf rest and enhanced mats and maybe even some life skill bottleneck items. There you go. Profitable PvP mode. No money for of king scaling with skill and brings marketable items supplies the economy rather than breaks it why do people have to make everything so complicated you can make good system for profitable pvp and bdo fantastic ideas they're not gonna do it no there will be bots 
Biscuit Delivery says, There will never come a time that I will ever join voice comms because I have no desire to repeat- get repeatedly flamed by the worst player on the team who can't accept <laughs> responsibility. The chat box is toxic enough without a man-child screaming in my ears. I have yet to be accosted in voice. In yeah, most Slayer. people it's are... Always through text. Most people are pretty nice. I There's been times... I, I've been... I hold back. I, I've definitely wanted to scream... And maybe I am the worst player on my team every time, but I've definitely wanted to scream at some of the things that are happening, but I, I hold back. And I haven't been yelled at by anyone yet. I haven't seen anything too negative. Yeah, I, I've definitely, like, I've asked questions. Like, if somebody does something bizarre, like, I'll ask, like, hey, like, what what was that about? But, like, I'm not trying to be toxic about it. I'm genuinely like, well, what the fuck? Like, that was weird. Why did you do that? I did yell at a sage to... Not yell, but I I, I had to talk. I scolded a sage today. Because I see, I see. a Mewa caught somebody, a suck Mewa, and all of their abilities are literally fucking frontal cone, right? Like, every one of them. They're not even big mm -hmm. AoEs. And this sage was like, oh shit, my teammate needs help. I watched him go dive to directly in front of the Mewa and also get CC'd. And I was like, dude, on a suck Mewa, if you're trying to peel for someone, you don't ever go in front of them why on earth would you ever go in front of a suck mail it doesn't make any sense just don't do it again strike one yeah my uh my favorite thing about arena solar so far uh by far is the when you get matched with a streamer and then you can just watch them out themselves as as terrible players because they're complaining about their teammates the whole time in their stream because they, they don't do it in voice, right? They do it in the stream, and then they get, like, lowest damage, no kills. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay, man. Sure. Dude, I maybe I'm crazy. I, I don't hold the damage and the kills to the same standard as you. I, I don't think the damage and the kills means much, honestly. The kills definitely don't mean much. The damage tells a lot, honestly. Especially if you have the same amount of deaths. If the deaths are wildly different, like if someone has one death and someone else has four deaths, obviously the damage numbers need to be taken with a huge grain of salt in that in that case. But if you have like three deaths and three deaths, like you can you can pretty fairly compare that, I feel like. That's a fair comparison. Yeah, but like, so for example, I mean, one on Kuno, like my damage is obviously just going to be lower because I don't have explosive trade. But that's the other thing too, is like, I, you, I'm also not able to participate in trades as much as some other classes. And I don't have any range poke either that's going to contribute to my damage from a safe distance. So all of my damage is really just combo damage. So unless we are winning and I'm getting combos off, my damage is probably pretty low on, on Awaken Kuno in particular. Yeah. Now on hash, it's a little different. I get to throw out chip and stuff. It's just like the hash damage is like, it's almost like damage over time. So it adds up over a long match, but it's not like bursty. But I don't know. Yeah. I guess like it just, I'm not, it just depends. Listen, I'm not saying it's a complete one-to-one -one comparison. I'm saying that you can use it to compare as long as like other th variables are like relatively similar, right? Mm. If you have similar deaths, if you have similar damage taken, right? We can assume that you're fighting under similar circumstances if those two things are similar, right? You have, or let me put it this way, you have a, a relatively same opportunity for damage. I, I won't say exactly the same because obviously every class is different, but it allows you to make for fair comparisons. But, I mean, the biggest thing is how they play, right? Yeah. Is is watching what they do, right? And if you have a streamer on your team, 
that rhymes with Mirodin, and he just <laughs> runs away from his suck sage and suck wizard chasing two enemies, Uh-oh. then gets caught by said two enemies, and uh-huh. then complains about where his team is when yeah. he sprinted to the other side of the arena in 0.5 seconds. That's very telling. No, for sure. There's definitely. I mean, there's people that play completely by themselves and then wonder where their team is, for sure. Those people yeah. are horrible, horrible monsters. I mean, I was doing it on Musa. I realized in like my, my third game on Musa... I was like, dude, where's my team? And then I realized that I'm a Musa, and it's like, yeah, that no one's going to be able to keep up with me, and I just keep like chasing people everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I actually love the uh, communication, the strategy, and the voice that happens sometimes, honestly. Oh, I mean, absolutely. It makes it dude, so much when, more fun. Whenever you, whenever you get in voice, and your teammates get in voice, and you're actually like communicating, it's a magical experience. Yeah, it's so much more fun. Even, even if you end up losing, it's still like... I don't know. It's fun. And it's triumphant at the end. Like sometimes you guys like celebrate together. You don't even know these people. Yeah. 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 It, it's pretty crazy. Or people are like, uh, yes, right. fuck the podcast. And they're like, wait, what? What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> Moist meatloaf says my condolences res. Uh, as for AOS, there's only, there's really only two things. I don't like the gimmicks, all of them. If they want a gimmicks, why not make them game modes, TDM capture the flag, protect the VIP, etc. Two, the time wall things working midnights. I can only play right before leaving for work or on weekends. Would love it if they add a second time bracket for in the morning too. Yeah. That part, that part sucks for a lot of people. That part does suck. Um, Marks in chat said my win rate with all three teammates in comms is like 80% shame it only happens 10% of the time absolutely dude same honestly honestly same well okay let me put it this way when all three people are in comms and also they're all communicating because sometimes people join comms and they just sit there and I guess listen and like that's fine like bare minimum like I appreciate it more than just not joining comms but like when everyone is like trying to communicate and be like, you know, oh, I got this guy on the ground. I got this guy on the ground or, oh, I had to V. I had to V. I'm coming out behind you. Like that sort of thing. It, it, it way in- increases your odds of winning by a lot, by a lot. Way, 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 way higher chances of winning. Yeah. Uh, Laggy Skills says, sorry to hear about your loss, Rose. Much love sent out to you and your family. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Spectacular 37 says, sorry for your loss, Rose. Wish you and your family the best. Thank you. Tong says, about the desync. First half of the week, I felt like I didn't have that much, but after the weekend, it was so bad, I had to take a break, specifically Monday night. Yeah, do you still feel like desync isn't that bad, Frosty? Uh, for me personally, still not really, but... Um, yeah, you're high. I mean, I'm just... I mean, it's not that I'm high. It's just, it's not like that crazy. I mean, there's like the normal things that I see everywhere. It doesn't feel any different in there. In fact, for the most part, it feels pretty decent, but it's like... uh. I don't know, man. I guess, the only thing that sticks out in my mind is I, I still can't believe Blizzard affects my frame rate that much, whether they're on my team or not. <laughs> it, it fucking it blows my mind that all of the crazy animations going on on my screen with Suck Nova and Hash and the tornadoes and the and then it's like just Blizzard just shuts my computer down. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
Mylan says, stay strong, Rez. Thank you. Steve Smith says, I will say I feel the same way about Awakened Mystic as Frosty in regard to Awakened Kuno. Awakened Mystic needs some love in some damage departments. I like the water theme. Refuse to play suck. I do well in PvP, but Awakened Mystic needs a lot of gear to be viable. In contrast, Striker can do more with less throughout its progression in Awakening. It's shameful how my Awakening Mystic is treated. Yeah. Steve Smith, I'm curious if you hear this part of the show. I'm curious what you think about the idea of making all of the Dragon Eyes abilities only cost 10 shards or one shard, depending on how you look at it, instead of costing your entire bar. And then maybe like almost the way Sork slowly passively regenerates martial shards. I feel like that would be so nice. Only hmm. if they take away the CC on Mass Destruction. Shut up. <laughs> uh silver zico says guys stop telling players what to play i don't give a shit if i'm playing sukkunu or shy or manwa or mawa i will play what i like not everything is about oh no i'm not in the leaderboard finally we got something fun and all i see is streamers crying my class sucks my team sucks don't play these class you're griefing me go sue me yeah i i don't I mean, I, I cry about the first two things. My class sucks, my team sucks, but I don't tell other people not to play certain classes ever in my yeah, matches. I, I don't ever tell anyone not to play their class at all, ever. I don't tell... Like, Corsairs always think that they're not supposed to be... I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't tell anyone that ever. I don't think yeah. I ever have. Same. Uh, Nut Protector says, would love to have class ranking as well. See the top 100 hashes, mooses, etc. Monaria says, have to agree with Rosar on the desync thing. Compared to BA, RBF, and open world can't compare node work because too many players make the server drive itself up a wall. The amount of players sliding around on the ground, teleporting on top of me, and CCing me in protections that had their gaps fixed, parentheses mostly, is way higher. Even chaining two or three super armors doesn't stop me from being CC'd. Sometimes skills or V don't go off even if I spam the input. Leading me to just standing there looking dumb. I had the quote, please try again later issue a couple times in the arena when outside of it. It's never happened to me on DK before. I had my weapons be put away from a sort combo. My skills regularly take me either twice or half the distance they should go, even without hit stun. Uh, turning my frontals doesn't matter as I get CC'd through it or using a movement skill get me grabbed at the point of origin way more often than normal. Dodging a dash grab means I have to iframe way before there in order to actually dodge it, which means they don't even a grab attempt. I decent, I got decent grabbed and dragged back to where I was so many times already, though I've noticed it mostly happening in the Aloons map, not so much in the other ones. That actually, you know what, now that you bring that up, I feel like that's the same for me. I think it actually is happening more in a loon's map than the other one. I wonder if that's some, actually a thing. Some of those two, uh, obviously, like these obvious ones are like decent, like decent grab stuff. But the chaining skills together, part of that is, and a lot of people keep forgetting this is a thing. Um, people are applying slows, and the iframe bugs still exist. So iframes and SAs that are supposed to have. Uh, a set duration of protection over the course of your animation are ending before the animation is over and you're getting knocked out. And another one that does this is um, separate from that bug, just kind of the stupid hit stutter. Where So for example, if I spin spree on Kuno, where all the input is is shift LMB, you press shift LMB, it starts spin spree, and then you hold LMB and does flow wrath. There is no gap. There's no opening. It goes all the way through until flow wrath spawns. If someone is hitting me during the spin spree portion, 
especially with a skill that hits multiple times a lot quickly, regardless of me holding LMB, it won't cast the ability and it'll instead get me CC'd and not let me cast Wheel of Wrath. Or I mean, not Wheel of Wrath, Flow Wrath. And it happens a lot, uh, especially with like hit stutter. Or like skills that would normally chain together smoothly when you're being hit stuttered just screw you over. Like I would love for them to fix these things too. And it'll just do the, I don't know. The iframe bug really pisses me off because they introduced it themselves in November and still have not fixed it. And so many people experience it just game after game after game. And I don't know why it won't be fixed. It just actually blows my mind. And the the notion that it's like, well, we're tr still trying to figure out what it is. Like, we have the, we pinpointed the day that you added the bug. I don't know. Just drives me nuts. Anyway, separate from that, that is interesting. You guys experience it more in Olun. Although I wonder if that more has to do with in Olun, you're not thinking about or worried about all this extra chaos. So you notice the gimmicks, things more often. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Sorcerer says, please stop inviting Armin to streams or especially value packs. The ego and NA superiority complex on this one. Oh my. Surprised he isn't playing Sork <laughs> with the way he talks. First guest ever to seriously get on my nerves like that. Mad respect for his Solar skill, though, has to be said. Yeah. I think it was one of the things, the whole, the notion that like EU isn't good enough to whatever, something, something. I can't remember the exact quote, but yeah, they're, they're, you know, he's a ninja. Can you blame him? I just love surprised he isn't playing Sork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. A, it used to be a Sork thing, dude, but that's yeah, not, Sork, uh, Sork right now is not what can solo carry teams, all right? Yeah. King Jerbear says, I've been playing the game for a number of years and never tried PvP. I enjoy PvP in other games. Always just enjoy the sense of progression and PvE content that I never got around to giving it a fair shot. There's such a huge barrier of entry to be competitive in BDO PvP. I was pretty excited seeing there's a new arena with balanced gear and maybe I could give it a try and start to learn and improve. But hearing these guys absolutely shit on quote-unquote new players and people that quote, don't know how to play their class is such a turnoff. Yeah, I was talking about this with Reslar in, in in DMs, and I think one of the things... With me? Yeah, we talked about this. I think it was just earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday, but I was saying, I don't mind the idea, and I don't know if it's even possible. I don't know if the devs are capable of ever making this happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But almost like throwing you, even before placement matches, making or allowing you the option to go into like a a 3v3 tutorial where you literally play against bots or maybe you play against you know those you know those uh npcs that you fight against when you do like the succession quest line like maybe have a yep. 3v3 that's with those exactly things. what i was gonna say yeah because i i do agree i think it's jarring for brand new players and you don't want to feel like people are mad that you're in their game but also at the same time fuck those people that are mad that you're in your game like just play your game man like i know yeah. that's a turnoff I but dude screw those people who cares? Uh, yeah, but I will also say, to defend myself mm -hmm. as someone who gets mad at every single teammate <laughs> that doesn't even manage to break 10k damage, uh -huh. I would say that as long as they're not openly harassing you, like, they're allowed to think whatever they want. You can't thought please people. You can't be like, oh, well, they're probably mad at me because I did shit damage. Yeah, probably. But it, it like unless they're openly harassing you, is that a problem? 
Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I, what, are we going to thought police people now? But it would definitely help if if there was some sort of like 3v3 tutorial and also a... No, absolutely. Uh, like placement matches would be really fucking nice. No, no, no. Just, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not going to stop posting a picture in our group chat every single time one of my teammates manages to somehow not even break 10k damage because it's astounding to me. But I never harass those people. I I just question how that happens. Yeah. Uh, Shayo says, about the same classes on the same team, would it be a problem if one class was suck and the other was awakening on the same team, or is it a non-issue? Sorry if the question is dumb, just something I was curious about. That's not a dumb question at all. I I don't, I don't. think that would still be a problem. Yeah, the the problem is they share so much of the kit still. All yeah, of the Rabombs exactly. are the same, all the Absolutes are the same. So, for example, because I, I, I think I was talking about this with someone yesterday, or maybe it was earlier today. Well, one, I don't trust that they'd be able to even differentiate between the classes and the matchmaking system anyway in mm -hmm. the specs. But two, let's say if I have a Suck Valk and an Awaken Valk, they both still give me heals. They both still give me PAs. They both still have range catch. They both still have the teleport. They both still have um, a 360 block and a lot of the same characteristics, the same grab, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, yeah, they're different specs, but they share a lot of the same traits. So... Also, I would also say that it's a problem because whenever you have the same class on the same team... It, so, in my opinion, the optimal Arena Solaire experience is you have three classes on a team that serve three different roles. Now, this doesn't always have to be the case, like, and I don't think that they should like des deliberately make teams like that. But that's the optimal experience, right? The optimal experience is when you have two teams that each have like three different like types of classes so you have one class like both teams have like a, a tankier like sa guard like grab class so one class has a nova one class has a guardian they both have some sort of like range damage dealer one class has a ranger one class has an archer and they both have some sort of ratty class one class has a sork one class has a musa i don't know like, that's when Arena Solaire is optimal. Now, they shouldn't always do that because then you run into, like, you know, there's a lot of class issues that come with that. But the problem when you have the same class is that you, you're making it really easy for there to be all of the same type of class on the same team. So you have, like, I don't know, you have two Valks and a Guardian, right? That is all the same type of class in that they're all like perma SA, SA frontal guard, grab classes, and then on the enemy team you have, you know, two mooses and a Maywa, right? Like, that's going to be really fucking hard for the two mooses and a Maywa because there's no diversity on their team and there's no diversity on the enemy team, so there's not much room for outplay, if that makes sense. Does that make, is this making sense, or am I rambling? I've had you muted for the last 30 seconds. That's fair. So anyway, I think that <laughs> It, like, there are some instances where the specs make the classes wildly different. Like, you have Nova, right? Which, like, Suck Nova and Awaken Nova are two vastly different classes. But for the most part, they generally, they generally serve kind of the same function. Like, Awaken Musa and Suck Musa, Awaken Kuno and Suck Kuno. These classes, generally speaking, kind of serve the same function in PvP, albeit some of them are a lot better than others. So... Even if you were to allow two classes, if they were different specs, they still serve the same function, which is not what I think kind of optimal Arena Solaire looks like, honestly. So, I, I don't think 
I think they just need to make it to where you don't have two of the same class on on one team. Yeah, and then I, I hear the I hear a lot of people like, well, I don't get why you have a problem with two classes. Like, blah blah blah. Two of this class sucks. It's like, well, yeah, but that sucks for that team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, sometimes you don't want two of the same class on your team because it doesn't really work out. I get two Kunos all the time, and it freaking drives me nuts. I'm like, dude, this sucks. Especially if we're both awakening, it's even worse. I'd, I'd much rather not have two of the same class. Um, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's rough, it's, you know? It's just, it's, it's not it's just less good fun. arena solar content. Less fun. Yeah. Less anyway, fun. that's the last of them. Alrighty. We're good, dude. Close this out. We're good to go. Uh, I guess thank you everybody so much for watching. Uh, leave a comment, let us know your thoughts. We read them every single week. Um, make sure to check out everybody's streams linked in the description twitch.tv slash so frosty twitch.tv slash nashi underscore na and twitch.tv slash not rizzler hopefully everyone's enjoying arena solaire and we will see everyone next week